Before we get started, I wanted to actually plug something for Megan Carnes, who composed our theme song that you're about to hear. Uh, she put out her first game, Interview, and that is up on itch.io. Uh, I'll go ahead and link it in the show notes, but yeah, give it a shot. Uh, she's going to come out on Rock Out With Your Card Out here in a couple of weeks with us, or a couple of episodes, and we're going to be talking about that game. So if you haven't listened to Rock Out With Your Card Out before, that might be a good uh, point of introduction if you're a fan of this show but haven't checked out that one yet. Anyway, uh, on with the show. Chronologically, for the most part, watch video game movies and then rank them arbitrarily against each other. I'm Jason Ariola, and today I'm joined by Vanessa Cahill, John Lucero, and Connor. And <laughs> yes, yes, please, Connor, you're a guest. <laughs> goddammit. it, learn your place. <laughs> Perfect, nailed it. One take. All right. Back of the pit. Back of the pit. Yeah. <laughs> this is how it starts. Yeah. Uh, our. I guess technically our second guest on the show, but the uh, first one who's going to be on the entire episode with us. Go ahead, Connor. What should I say? Name. Your name. <laughs> Connor. <laughs> Connor Mudd. That's my full name. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> right, I was going to say, are you an actor? Uh, Line. <laughs> uh, all right. Ready to print. Okay. Yeah. okay. So. The last episode we talked about, Mortal Kombat, The Journey Begins, and that ne- very nearly took apart this podcast. We were, you know, so we're seven episodes in, and we very nearly just decided, you know what, we can't do this anymore. This this was the worst. <laughs> I, I, I'm, really? I'm very slowly editing that thing, and I, God, I just, just oh, it, 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 that movie is my Vietnam. I think the only solace I can take is that there's no way we will watch a movie worse than that movie throughout the city. Oh, there's no way. Oh, 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 God, I just... John, don't, don't, because somebody's going to roll up their sleeves and say, and say, try me. <laughs> One of the Uwe Boll movies is going to surprise us. <laughs> yes. Oh, God. All right. So getting on from that, we are going to be talking about Mortal Kombat. This movie came out August 18th, 1995. Budget was 18 million. Guys, do you, did you happen to take a peek at how much this thing took in? I did not. No. I know it was highly grossing, though. <laughs> Anybody want to take a guess? $121 million. $122 okay. million. <laughs> And one uh, cent. Yeah. <laughs> $97 million. Uh, John, you are the closest without going over. $122.1 million. Oh! Killing, Killing it. There we go. I would like to say, nailed yeah. it. <laughs> yeah. Disappointing. <laughs> this was directed by Paul W.S. Anderson, who would later go on to take the helm of the Resident Evil series, we'll say. He's done well for himself. And it, yeah, yeah, financially, yeah, he's done very well. And, and and married to Mila Jojovic. Yeah, he's married to her, and then no reason other than she's the main star in his movies. There's no reason reasoning for that other than that she's a great actress. So exactly. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, now I don't know if you guys knew, like knew anybody from this movie. The only person I knew was uh, the character or the actress who played uh, Sonya Blade, and that's Bridget Wilson. Yeah. And that, I knew her from Happy Gilmore, <laughs> uh, and that was also it. Billy Madison. Or no, Billy Madison. Mm-hmm. My bad. Uh, Do you guys want to hear a really fun fact about her? Not really uh, about her, please. but Chris, Chris, or who is it? Cameron Diaz was like inches away from playing this character, but she hurt herself. Oh, I've I've heard that actually. <laughs> oh man, that would have been a shame. Yeah. <laughs> uh, would it have been a shame? You, you, never, you don't you don't recognize Robin Shu at all? You know, yeah. yeah, come on. And what yeah. about Carrie Hiroyuki Takawa? Nope. 
Uh, Robin Shu, I mean, he's in um, Beverly Hills Ninja. And uh, uh, I think I've seen that twice in the last time I saw it was in middle school. Okay. And it, and it didn't stick with you for the rest of your life? Yeah, clearly not. <laughs> that was uh, 20 years ago. <laughs> um, I regard Kari Hiroyuki Tagawa as like the uh, Asian American Jack Nicholson. Um, yeah, I, I can see that. Those eyebrows, he's fantastic. He's in like, he was in Rising Sun. He's in um, Man in the High Castle on Amazon at the moment. He's oh, great. I yeah, I, love I, that could, guy. I could totally see him just playing the same character, but in that show as well. <laughs> yeah, yeah. A... no, he's like a yeah. he's like a quiet civil servant in that show. It's weird, oh, okay. but he's yeah. he's super cool. I love him. Oh, you know what? Now that you mentioned that, because I've seen the first season and I got like through two episodes of the second one and kind of fell off of it. It's yeah, a little slow for me. But anyway, uh, yeah, no. Other than that, I don't recognize anybody in this movie outside of Bridget Wilson. So mm-hmm. there weren't a lot of people in this movie anyway. There were only like six characters and a bunch of thugs. I mean, also and uh, fucking uh, Christopher Lambert. Like, like, come on, you know Highlander. Yeah, yeah. That was a really weird choice. <laughs> I agree, but it's a... no. The voice he chose was a very weird voice. Wait, are you saying that a Japanese god of thunder that is <laughs> that is worshipped in China? Should not be played by a Frenchman doing a growly and Amer- American accent. That is exactly what I was thinking. <laughs> <laughs> I think they I also think they like enhanced his voice with something sometimes too. Like they were doing they were playing with his voice while he was talking, which was great. It was great. It was good stuff. Was, <laughs> yeah. I didn't mind him as an actor. It was just that voice. I'm like, this is sort of the um, pre like uh, Nolan era Batman thing that he had going on there. Just like not quite as gravelly, but it's like, oh, maybe that's where he got the inspiration for it. Yeah, that Nolan Batman voice sounds worse with every passing year. (laughs) Much as this guy's voice does. (laughs) Yeah, he he needed a cop drive. Like someone, anyone could have gave him a cop drive at any point. And it's been nearly 25 years. So this thing has just progressively gotten worse or his voice has progressively gotten worse it's like eh. like i said this has been a long time for me since i watched this last yeah let's get into that as far as like having seen this i don't remember the last time i've seen this but it has been in i was in my 20s like early early 20s last time i saw this so john how about yourself probably early teens i saw it multiple times when i was a teenager but it's been quite a few years since i've actually watched it so i, I forgot a decent amount of things that happened in the movie i'm pretty familiar with it overall okay vanessa how about yourself mm, it's probably when i was somewhere between eight and twelve I really liked it at that time. <laughs> really, All right, well, really playing uh, her hand. Right out of the bag. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. Vanessa, I think you and I are gonna have to play like cards or something. <laughs> boy, oh boy, you have got the worst poker face uh, slash voice in the world. I know, you, you just see me try to haggle. I can't haggle at all. I'm just like, please take my money and give me the thing. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm like useless. Jeez. <laughs> oh, all right, uh, Connor, how about yourself? Uh, I think the late 90s. Yeah. Oh, wow. Okay. So this, when this was very contemporary. No, I mean, this movie was never contemporary. Uh, <laughs> okay. Like, okay, yeah, enough. like it was, you know, technically, but thematically and in every other way, it was always like a weird throwback. <laughs> yeah, that is very true. Uh, okay, so let's go ahead and get this show on the road. This intro really wants to make sure... That you know you're watching Mortal Kombat with that techno song. I mean, it screams Mortal Kombat to start the, to start the whole thing. So, <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. by the way, Dream Job, that guy who who shouts Mortal Kombat. That's the job I want. I don't know how to go about applying, but yeah, yeah he's he, you know, he wish got set for life just been doing that. He'll yeah, die it's been eventually, great. though. <laughs> yeah, and I'll be there. Well, I mean, not at not at the scene, but. You know. <laughs> 
But we <laughs> know, know who to look for if he does yeah. unexpectedly anytime like, soon. Yeah. <laughs> if he like falls down some stairs or whatever, yeah, I'd be I would be curious about you know my whereabouts. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, no. See, you sent Chewy to go do it. Yeah. Oh, the yeah. dog, the adorable dog. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No one ever suspects the dog. We start off with uh, two guys fighting, and you can tell who the bad guy is because of the scowl on his yeah, face. It's basically the opening to Highlander at this point. Uh, <laughs> exact same opening. And Tang Sung and brother of Liu Kang having a fight, and he just keeps breaking the, the brother's arm over and over again, which I thought was really mean and oh, yeah. unnecessary. He just kept twisting it over and over again. It was kind of hard to watch because he was like begging for mercy the entire time, too. But yeah, the background's really strong in this. They're definitely at a temple um, with a storm <laughs> happening. It, uh... There's no prophecy as far as we can tell. Technically, this sort of is the prophecy because it's Liu Kang uh, having this dream of sorts. <laughs> yeah. And uh, Shang Tsung literally pointing at him. Uh, well, here, uh, as his uh, brother is sitting there begging for his life, basically Shang Tsung says, nope. And then curb stomps his spine. <laughs> yes, he does. Grabs him by the hair, holds it up and points at the camera and says, your brother's soul is mine. The brother screams, Lou, and then you will be next. And then Lou Kang wakes up. Yeah, we are. It turns out we are all Lou Kang deep down in our heart. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so we're, uh, yeah. So we're, we're kind of looking at this thing of like, it's sort of a prophecy, but kind of not in a technical sense. It's Shang Tsung knows that Lou Kang is the threat. Yes. Yes, he does. So yeah, we're, we're there with uh, Lu Kang and his apartment is very green. I'm very, I'm not sure why <laughs> everything in that is green and he's a uh, very sweaty. And looks at a telegram on his table that says, uh, brother dead, return home, grandfather. And yeah, I, yes. yeah, I I laughed pretty hard at, at that because it yeah, was he very... was paying by the word. Yeah. <laughs> brother dead, <laughs> return home, grandfather. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Love hugs and kisses. They definitely wanted to make sure that you knew this was in America because of the basketball on the floor. Oh, all so the other sporting uh, items. stuff. <laughs> I'm, I'm just like. I, I really noticed that. Like he is into every sport that you can imagine based on the props that are in his apartment. I think he's been trying to fill in the martial arts gap in his life with other sports. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of overcompensate. That's not this. Yeah. Poor Lou. <laughs> got the idea from Bo Jackson. He's like, well, if Bo can do all of this, I can do everything else. Yeah. I don't even think the Western Union telegram thing is a thing anymore, is it? I think they I don't know. Went away I don't, I have not you made a telegram before, so I cannot tell you if you can if you still yeah. can or not. It's kind of not I'm like, man, I think I don't even think if it's a thing anymore. So it's like there's a completely outdated piece of technology right there. So we switch over to Sony Blade charging down a hallway. Yes. Alley, you can't really tell from the perspective it's in immediately that you're in a dance club of sorts. Yeah. This was the funniest scene. <laughs> they just start they just, oh. they just go, her and Jax and them are just going through the crowd hitting people in the crowd while they're going through for no reason either. I don't know why they're and, and, the, and the crowd doesn't even care. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they're just and they're having well they're at it, they're like punk rock rebel kids, you know, that the band playing in a cage above them and stuff <laughs> so they're probably really into like the, the getting hit thing i guess is what they're trying that's what they're trying to say the director's trying to get across yeah yeah i mean just my whole thing with this scene is just like they are really and they do this throughout really trying to sell bridget wilson as a uh, badass sonia blade <laughs> and man they, they, like i said in my head she is veronica vaughn from billy madison yeah i, I just, the same thing while i was watching it i was like you're just veronica just, vaughn Probably she would say that she's happy with that recognition over like, oh yeah, that's Sonya from Mortal Kombat. That was a great movie. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, you know, I'm sure um, both of them, she's, she gets pretty good residual checks from both of those, I would imagine, because Billy, oh, Billy Madison is still, you know, I, God, I haven't seen it in a long time, but uh, you know, still hella pretty good. Well, it was actually, yeah. That was actually a good movie. Yeah. <laughs> 
Sorry. We are 10 minutes in. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, sorry. Can you stop showing your damn hands so early? Everybody already knows how I feel about all these movies, so it doesn't actually matter. (laughs) Uh, That's very true. Okay. So, yeah. So, we cut over to Kano. Uh, who is on to Sonya. He and Shang Tsung. Um, a little bad guy meeting. Are, up in his, up in yeah, his. yeah. Having some having some little uh, conversation. Uh, they're so creepy. Like, they're um, so rapey. Like, why are they all so oh, rapey? Oh, Shang Tsung is rapey his entire movie. Like, just his looks are very rapey the entire wait, time. Wait, 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 wait. No, but okay. am I crazy? <laughs> no, wait, am I crazy? Because, like, Kano says something about whatever maybe you could give me a room with Sonya yeah, or whatever yeah, no he definitely says and, that yeah oh, and doesn't I'm Shang there. I'm there. don't you worry doesn't Shang Tsung say something like if you keep talking like that I'm gonna pop your spine doesn't he does he? but late but later on in the movie it becomes clear that he just wanted her all to himself in a, in a way so it's kind of makes that a mute point, mute yeah. point yeah, at this point oh yeah yeah but look can I say one more thing about Shang Tsung his like flowing leather coat with the red stitching I, I actually have a note written down from when I was watching it classic Fancy badass. <laughs> yes, it's very. That's fancy. an actual style, and that's what he's doing there. It's great. <laughs> I was into it. Let's see. So Shang Tsung implies or starts going over the plot to get Sonya on a boat. Kano implies he's basically going to rape her on the boat. Shang Tsung flips a switchblade and says, "If you so much as touch her, Kano, you're going to need a CNI <laughs> <laughs> because uh, he only has one eye at the at the moment." And then as soon as he says that, Kano's eyes uh, starts twitching. Har, har. <laughs> yeah, I didn't really enjoy this part. It was uh, also, of... Kano, uh, when he, he leaves through a, through a, the grate in the floor, instead of like the door, but um, he, he, he like growls while he's lifting the grate up because it's super heavy, guys. It's just like, but he's a tough guy. So <laughs> Yeah, he's got yeah. this. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this big, big tough guy can't lift the grate up over here. <laughs> uh, <laughs> all right. Uh, maybe maybe it's like a New York City manhole. I mean, those things are a lot heavier than you would think they are. Okay, yes. I would think they are heavy though, but they're heavier. Than and that's that. what I mean. Yeah. They're even heavier yeah, than that. Heavier than the that, manhole, right? and been like, man, I could I could totally I could lift that easily. But like a grate, it's <laughs> the cover for a vent. I could probably. Who knows? We don't know how dense it is. This could be a special one. We're living in the Mortal Kombat universe here. So then a guy comes down a set of stairs with a submachine gun. Sonya aims at him with a shotgun. Waits until he starts shooting. I at noticed him. that. Also, she totally like, waits. That's he, weird. He was like one, like kind of like side shooting with the, with the gun, like at an angle. Like, well, that's that that's how you do yeah, it. That's, 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 I mean, that's clearly that's, how you do it. As we learned in that other movie, it's whatever. But I forget what it was called because it wasn't good. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, and then I don't know if I don't know if you guys noticed like how bad the uh, like her like holding of the shotgun is. Like it just literally kicks so far off. She probably wouldn't have actually hit this guy at all. Also, the super long flashlight on it's very silly. <laughs> I don't know why there's a very long thin flashlight on top of yeah. the shotgun. Uh, yeah. It was the mid '90s. Maybe technology wasn't there. Is it uh, for the I flashlight? It's, it's like, yes. it looks futuristic. I think. Yeah, but uh, isn't it? Is that what it was in the future in this movie? Is it? I guess. Uh, I guess technically it's a different timeline, so it's it's their timeline. Because yeah. it's that ridiculous. Would, that would explain all the green in Liu Kang's apartment. If it was in the future. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Again, this is another scene where I'm kind of like with Bridget Wilson as Sonya. I'm like, man, you barely look like you could hold a shotgun. Never mind shoot one with any sort of, well, as she proved even with, you know, just this scene, like just any sort of like competency. I'm just like, oh God. I mean, I don't know. I I really don't know how else you could have gotten to be Sonya Blade and be sort of a selling point. Jennifer Hale might have been good. She was the only thing good in that thing we watched last that she'll never be spoken of again 
mean, yeah, she, she, she was she was a voice actress, which you could say you couldn't say for other people yeah. on that. So that was very true. Yeah. Now we cut to some guy walking into some warehouse as the doors swing open and then swing this closed. Is, this is where I'm pretty sure it's still the '90s in this in this universe because no one in the '90s wore fitted suits, and so that's and he did not have a fitted suit on. So I'm pretty none of the guys, none of the people in the movie have fitted suits. So I'm pretty sure we're in the '90s here. Sure. <laughs> yeah, I think we are. Yeah. Yeah. So this was this is also a great scene. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, everyone. Everyone in this movie is pretty much wearing like ill-fitting chinos. Yes, it really bugs me. It really <laughs> bugs me. They all, they all look so comfortable, though. <laughs> yes, I'm going to agree with Vanessa. Yeah, it, but they looks bad, you know. Let's yeah, bring like, it back. Let's bring it no. back. No. <laughs> baggy restaurant. clothes. Baggy clothes. <laughs> yep. Let's do it. Actually, jo- yeah, jockers okay. are now like a really cool style for women right now. They're like those big, loose, flowy pants, and I kind of want to get into it. And jumpsuits. <laughs> oh, and, and jumpsuits. You know, they, they both go hand in hand. Right. <laughs> the, the good news is I work from home, so I can wear like literally anything. Oh, no this is my at-home jumpsuit. <laughs> <laughs> this is this is my casual uh, jumpsuit from the nineties. When I'm just hanging around that bumming around the house, you know, I put on this. <laughs> Who's going to be the maverick that combines those two, though? Oh wow. We, we could we could be on the cutting edge right here. Uh huh. Right. Vanessa, it's an opportunity. Vanessa? Mm, I could be, but no one will see my style because I only am at home. <laughs> yeah, but you'll know. <laughs> yeah. I'll know. I'll we know. Can make a, a new kill a new volume of Kill Bill with this with this new style of jumpsuit instead. Also, <laughs> yes. it would be so much more comfortable than that other jumpsuit. <laughs> yes. <laughs> You know, that's the thing I see. I, I, I see them fighting throughout this movie, and I'm like, oh, man, you know what? They look like they'd be mighty comfy doing this. <laughs> They're right. out. Super comfortable at all times. <laughs> all right. So as this guy walks into the warehouse, the uh, four people that are waiting for him, they unfurl their weapons, and then he looks at them and says, let's dance. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> let's dance. <laughs> so, a, a, you know what? A, a very well-choreographed fight scene happens, and I, that's something I think we're going to see throughout. Most of the fight scenes in this are very well-choreographed. They are very they are very good fight scenes. I, I will give it that. Th- and I think Johnny Cage has, like, the best fight scenes in this movie, personally. Um, I, I, I would say that they're that they're real slow like they are they, we yes. can talk we can talk later about some of the you know whatever what one fight scene looks like versus another but i think someone like uh, robin um shoe with an actual background when he's his when he's fighting like some of the extras that are clearly stunt performers things are things are happening three times as fast as when johnny cage is having a fight or when um sonya blade is having a fight i mean i yes i can agree with you you can, but you yeah. can, and they also do. A lot, there's a lot of a lot of cuts when they're fighting too, because the, yeah, for the doubles. But, yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> Sonya's cuts are. But, I think even as a kid, I realized, oh man, that that was to make sure you didn't see that it wasn't her doing that. <laughs> <laughs> it was. It's. It was fun to watch that sometimes too, just during this movie. All right. So after this guy beats the crap out of just about all of them, one of them takes a like. It was it a kick to the face. Yeah, it was like a roundhouse to the face. Yeah, and the guy kind of sits there, stumbles for a second, and then he looks at him. This is where you fall down. Yeah, yeah, For- foreshadowing. <laughs> and yeah. yes, clearly, yes. Johnny's upset because his he he gets he has really bad you know stunt performance in his movie. They don't even know when to fall down yeah. or getting kicked. I don't like. I don't even know how that person became a stunt performer in the first place. Honestly. Uh yeah. <laughs> so, but yeah, and then he talks to fake Steven Spielberg, the director, and. Uh, Who's actually the actor's name is Sandy Helberg, which I thought was a was a fun fake Steven Spielberg name, also. Yeah, that's a cool name. <laughs> yeah. The line that comes from Johnny as he's walking off here: "I'm going to get a gun and shoot myself for being in your movie." <laughs> 
little excessive. <laughs> so. uh, I do. I you know I I'm gonna kind of show my hand here. I like Johnny Cage a lot in this movie. I have a note later on that says I I think I don't think Johnny Cage is enough of a tool in this movie for my liking for how much how I picture Johnny Cage in my head. But I think I'm just the more recent reincarnations of him reincarnations incarnations of him are with his name tattooed on his body or what I the Johnny Cage that I know and love. <laughs> 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 yeah, see, Johnny Cage in further iterations goes from Hollywood douche to Hollywood douche slash uh, cholo. Yeah, he 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 goes all out. Like he gets a lot of tats. And, yeah, uh, they did keep his signature moves in here though, for sure. <laughs> like the old dick punch. <laughs> <laughs> yes. All right. So as Johnny starts walking off, the director screams at him, "I'll be directing traffic." Which I I found that line kind of amusing. And then we cut to JC's uh, master, Master Boyd. Yeah, Master Boyd. I yeah. I don't know enough of Mortal Kombat lore to know if he's actually a character in it, so I can't. I I know quite a bit of it, like the, but I don't know about Master Boyd. So yeah. So uh, Master Boyd goes uh, Johnny Cage into the Mortal Kombat tourney with uh, a headline on a newspaper that says "fake." <laughs> it's not clearly a tabloid, also like not even like a, a real newspaper. What's yeah. funny to me too is that this tabloid has like nothing better. It's not like, oh, Johnny yeah. Cage sleeps with strippers. Front, it's front like page he's headline. not a martial. He's just front, not a martial some, artist. <laughs> their front page headline for something that's easy, easy to figure out whether it's true or not. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's like actor might actually not be the thing he portrays in movies. <laughs> okay. Whoa. I, anyway. Well, it's cute too that Johnny Cage is like so upset about this. He's like, yeah. maybe you should have done something else than be a martial artist in a movie if you wanted people to think you were actually a martial artist. <laughs> <laughs> Very good point, Vanessa. All right. So Boyd walks off and turns out, oh, surprise, he's Shang Tsung. Yeah. Surprise. surprise. <laughs> Saw that coming. <laughs> yeah. Okay, Liu Kang arrives at the Temple of Lights, which is his home, runs into his grandfather who fills him in and basically just filling us in on everything that's been going on. Liu Kang says he wants to fight for vengeance and the fate of the world. Well, this one they have the big tribunal or whatever they're doing. Yeah. Because there was a shot when it was coming, like showing the crowd, like doing stuff. And there's one guy in there that was just doing a bunch of fight moves. And I don't know why he was in there doing fight moves, but I appreciated that guy a lot. Oh, I didn't catch yeah, that one. He was like, he was towards the beginning and I was trying to figure out what everyone was doing. And he was just doing a bunch of fight moves by himself. And I, I don't know why, but I, but he, I liked, I liked his spirit. And, yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, pretty much everybody does fight moves by the, or on their own, basically before they start fighting. Yeah. 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 Something. Right. Yeah. One of my yeah, favorite things about the guess. fight moves is that they all make the, huh, 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 huh. Like they don't, don't need to, but they are very emphatic about I it. I mean, some actually that is actually something that gets taught to people to to do that sometimes, and depending on the dojo you train in, that is yeah. actually yeah, clearly so. I know nothing. Yeah. I know nothing. My apologies, fighters yeah. of the world. <laughs> <laughs> yes, if you're listening to this and fighting, don't don't go after Vanessa. <laughs> yeah, or do because I'll lose right away. <laughs> <laughs> and then you'll feel really bad about. She's it. too busy in her jumpsuits. Leave her alone. I know, you're you're, you're gonna feel yourself. bad when you beat yeah. me up. Yeah. You're gonna start crying. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> let's not make vanessa cry we put her through this podcast come on i'm already crying all the time now <laughs> on all right so Liu Kang tells the tribunal that he wants to fight for vengeance and then they kind of say something else. i don't remember exactly and then and the fate of the world kind of is a secondary thing and then uh a old man in a robe sort of thing comes in and he basically chides Liu Kang about his reasons uh, he's identified as Raiden. Is it Raiden? I thought it was Raiden, but it's Raiden. They uh, call him Raiden in this. It, it, yeah, it's it's, it's Raiden because just... in Metal Gear it's Raiden, and this is one it's Raiden. 
pretty sure is the difference. The god, like okay. the actual whatever god, the Japanese god a, is is Raiden, uh, as far as I know. Yeah. Also, uh, the spelling in the movie is Raiden. They have a Y in it. R A Y. Yeah, yes. yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah, I noticed that in the subtitles. Yeah. I was like, oh, that's weird. So. Yeah. And then uh, Luke Kang doesn't believe it's really Raiden. I'm gonna have a hard. I, I'm gonna probably say Raiden occasionally. So whatever. But uh, Luke Kang doesn't really believe it's him, and neither do I. <laughs> Because he's, he's a white man. <laughs> uh, when when he revealed his face, I laughed to myself a little bit. <laughs> See, and I knew what he looked like, and it was still was funny when he revealed his face with his <laughs> with his long white hair and uh, just a real. And he's got a weird vocal affectation. Yeah, yeah, a little. He's you know, but it's very godlike. Super godlike. <laughs> he's the Highlander after all. Yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah, and then Luke Hang's like, you're not riding, and then he once goes to attack him and gets flipped once, and <laughs> that's the end of that. It's like, oh, yeah. also, he flashes a little lightning in his eyes, too, just to, like, show him what's what. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> wow, Vanessa. Sorry, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> it was just so bad. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm not going to disagree with you. It was 95. Uh, it, like, made me, like, roll my eyes just sitting there on my couch and, like, oh, what is this What, what is this, this podcast turning me into? <laughs> <laughs> By the way, did Jim watch this one with you? Oh, yes. He's a trooper. Okay. He really liked it. Yeah. <laughs> it's not a bit. Okay. <laughs> so, well, let's, okay. Let's keep moving. Yeah. Let's keep moving. Okay. Uh, okay. So we cut to the um, the dock where the boat's going to be. Uh, Johnny Cage thinks Luke Hang is a dock worker. Yeah, Luke Johnny Hang Cage takes money racist. from Johnny Cage. <laughs> it's a, it's a <laughs> Yeah, that's my, that's my one note here. Johnny Cage is racist. He is yeah. though. Yeah. He just is. Yeah. So he gives Luke Hang some money to take his luggage, and then uh, Luke Hang takes the luggage, takes the money, and then throws the luggage in the water. What a jerk. I, I, I like into, that. I'm into Robin Shu in this movie. I think he does a good job. Uh, Me too. Oh, actually. Yeah. yeah. Then Johnny Cage kind of looks at him and says, "Thank God I didn't ask him to park the car." That was pretty. That was a line that was slightly redeemable from the, from the racism just thirty seconds prior, but it was yeah. still. I was still like, "Oh wow, Johnny Cage is a racist." That's a neat. That's a neat detail I didn't know. I guess. But, uh, well, I mean, look at the guy. He tattoos his name on, a, on his stomach later on. So, ah, <laughs> oh, good man. <laughs> oh, and that's uh, and then we cut to uh, Sonya and Jacks hiding in the uh, hiding in the background, and mm-hmm. uh, looking for Kano. Yeah, and the boat shows up, and that boat is dingy as fuck. Yeah, and well, Jax goes, "What? What is that?" And I'm like, "It's obviously a boat, Jax. What do you mean? What is that? <laughs> like, it's a boat." But uh, you know what? I can kind of see that reaction because. You're in this, you know, dock with all these modern boats, and then you see this beat the shit up boat with these torn up sails that you don't even know how they work because they're so torn. So I could see just what is that? I was still just like, it's a boat, Jax. Come on. <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna rule in favor of the. It's reasonable to ask, what is that? Yeah. Sorry. All right. Well, Vanessa Sorry, laughed at my, my comments. So I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say it's a split crowd right now. But, <laughs> is, is it laughed? <laughs> is it laughed at or with? Uh, it's pretty clear it's a boat, so I'm gonna go with with John on this one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, what is that? It's obviously a gross looking boat, but it's yeah. it's a boat. <laughs> yeah, it's a boat, Jax. Come on, you're you're professional. It was right. a rhetorical question. <laughs> okay, sorry. Go on. Thank you, Connor. Yeah. <laughs> Sonia sees Kano, uh, gets on the boat, and Jax kind of just stays behind. Doesn't yeah. even really attempt to. Go after her. Kano, and yeah. also, Kano has an entrance where, like, they see him in the darkness when, when like, this uh, dock worker is making some sparks. And I'm just thinking to myself, so Kano, he was really waiting for that moment when those sparks popped up. And I'm curious if he actually paid that man to do that to, like, really enhance his entrance into this whole situation. Because uh, Kano seems like, seems like the kind of guy that would pay that dock worker to make some sparks for him but, uh, so he could uh, be all dramatic and shit. In the director's cut, you see there's uh, sort of a montage of moments where he almost stepped at. 
and then, and then realized it wasn't the right time and then <laughs> faded back into the shadows again. He's like, and now. Right. Nope, shit, shit. Yeah. <laughs> not, not good enough, not good enough. Come on, yeah. come on Kano. Dramatic yeah. entrances are You're not as easy as the movies yeah. make them look. Come on, Kano, you've been doing this for years. <laughs> this is your moment. You've been waiting for this. <laughs> yeah. So Sonia gets on the boat. She seems like a petulant child. Just, yeah, she's really mm-hmm. unpleasant this entire time. <laughs> the entire yeah, she's the worst. <laughs> you know, did anybody feel that, like, Sonia's character and the way... I mean, look, it's a shitty performance, right? Yes. But the way, that, um, <laughs> it's bad. It's bad. The, way the, the character's written and stuff, though, I feel like that's one of the things that's changed in, like, action movies and movies in general in the last, like, in that period of 20-something years. The female badass character now would be allowed to, to be, like, cool and fun, whereas Ooh. then it was, like, yeah, the yeah. female badass character had to have, like, no sense of humor and had to be all business. You know what I mean? Yes, yeah. I had to be constantly stoic and just angry. Yeah, yeah she's such a drama queen. Yeah. And I think it's a cool, you know, it's kind of cool to see that uh, at least that's changed a little yeah, bit. Yeah, and at least... Thank 20... God it's changed in 27 yeah. years. <laughs> I know, good God. Yeah, only 27 years, yeah. yay! And we're almost there, Ooh. we're almost there. Yeah, <laughs> we're getting there, guys. Yeah, uh, yeah now we can actually like her. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, uh, for every uh, every dollar you uh, give us on Patreon that we have to split up, Vanessa will get 70 cents of it. Thank God, yes. <laughs> Equality. But not, 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 not. That's... For every dollar I get, Vanessa gets 70 cents. So, oh, I was going to anyway. say, I thought you and John had to split the other 30 cents. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. Are no, you I kidding mean, me? You're a woman. You don't, you don't get as much as we now. do. That's what I heard I know. Well. I hear I get 70 cents. You guys get 15 cents each. Yeah. The magic of editing, guys. Con- Connor, oh, you I may take your, your, your cents out of their 30 cents. <laughs> yes. Uh, yes. We're moving there. forward. <laughs> okay, let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Anyway, um... Sony Blade, Liu Kang, and Johnny Cage run into Shang Tsung, and then Sub Zero and Scorpion come out. Down in the chains, they're down in the chain deck. I don't know. It's a bit of a room full of chains, so yeah, might have been some slave <laughs> stuff going on there. I guess who knows? Yeah, then, don't kink shame. Yeah, and then Sub Zero and uh, Scorpion show up. They show off their their best moves, and Scorpion does the the the, uh, the get over here thing. And I thought Johnny Cage took that one pretty well. <laughs> Seeing a man put, have a a snake spear come out of his hand. And uh, he, he kind of just like scrunched his face a little bit, but didn't really react much much other than that. So he, yeah. uh, you know, he's been around the block once or twice. He's seen a he's seen a snake spear here and there. That yeah. snake spear was like the worst CGI effect I've seen maybe yeah. in my whole life. Well, I don't know. Not we, really. I don't know. That like thir- I don't know. We haven't finished this. Like movie five yet. seconds later, Raiden shows up and, and he makes his, he makes his window ni- Windows ninety five entrance like That's thirty true. seconds That's later. <laughs> All the CG was in this movie was like yeah. really yeah. T- top notch. <laughs> Yeah, he, he, his screen saver has entrance when he can, when he comes in. Sony Blade pulls out a gun on uh, Sub Zero. Sony or Sub Zero kind of walks up to it, and just freezes the gun. Raiden shows up and brushes Sub Zero and Scorpion aside, basically. So yeah, there's that, I guess. And he does it in his most uh, non-threatening voice that he has. <laughs> I don't know what kind of affectation I'm pulling, but this is the thing I've chosen to do throughout the entirety of this movie. There can only be one. But, uh... And yeah, then he then he goes outside to give them gives them more plot, <laughs> you know, a little more plot uh, uh stuff. And I like that the boat has its own smoke machine. I was into that. That there's always yeah, a lot of smoke cool. all over the place. Is that, that's... Yeah. Well, that's because that uh, Mortal Kombat EDM music is going out throughout this thing. We just don't hear it. Oh, okay. <laughs> the whole time you're on the so, boat, that's all it's playing. <laughs> yeah. Just blasting over the speakers yeah. on the boat. <laughs> I am trying to sleep. God damn it, Mortal Kombat! <laughs> 
why does it keep saying my name in this? I don't get it. I, that's Jason. That's one of the best things you ever said in the news. I, I'm really into that whole idea now. Yeah, it's amazing. <laughs> it's, uh, and this is when Ryan describes things. He says billions of people will die, will die if they fail, and then he laughs about the billions of people dying in a really weird way that I was, I, I that made me laugh too. But it was, I don't think it's for the, the same intentions because he was like, <laughs> that was so, really well, creepy. Well, sorry. Yeah. Oh, no. yeah. Sorry. Yeah, see, the thing is, he's immortal. <laughs> So he's already seen billions die. So he's just kind of like, eh, hey, more, whatever. <laughs> I mean, no, sorry, sorry. But uh, it's, also his laugh always sounded like he read the script and saw laughs in parentheses. And like he, yeah, but yeah. he forgot for a second when he was doing his like scenes. Like, oh, <laughs> oh shit, laughs. Um, <laughs>, <laughs> yeah, so that's what that's every every time he laughed, it felt like it was three seconds later than he should have actually laughed. So where are we getting at? Where are we getting at after this? This when we get to. Um, basically, Raiden is, is filling them in. Um, then he breaks down why the trio was there. Johnny Cage for his ego. Sonya Blade for her en- enemy. And Liu Kang for revenge. Mm, yes, yes. Yeah, and then goes into the backstory of the Mortal Kombat tournament. <laughs> for the fourth time or something. <laughs> but, uh... yeah. No, it just feels like the fourth time because of uh, the uh, the journey begins. Ah, uh, yeah, you're right. Yeah, yeah, that whole movie was nothing but that. And anyway, <laughs> let's. Ugh, God, I keep having shivers go down my spine every time we bring that fucking thing up. Anyway, they arrive at the island. Uh, small boats take them to shore. This might be one of my favorite goofs in the movie, even though it is so clearly like going to happen and very poorly, let's say, executed. Johnny Cage is carrying all of his luggage and then falls face first into the water. That was nice. the <laughs> he does. He does fall right into the water. Also, he has yeah. so many suitcases. <laughs> like, I think it's like six. Also, the fact that he can carry all those is pretty goddamn impressive, too. It's, <laughs> it's, it, it's, a, good, it's a good show of strength yes. for him. It's a, that's a lot of suitcases. So they're going up the beach. They start going up the thing of stairs, and they keep this running gag of Johnny Cage with his luggage. Yeah. Uh, he starts tripping backwards down 400 flights of stairs, yeah. but doesn't quite fall down. The luggage is just kind of like weighing him backwards. And then one of, and then one of the suitcases just falls into the abyss of smoke and stuff after a while, and he's he, never going to see that again. That was like my favorite, well, not my favorite CGI, but that was one of my favorite CGIs because you're like the zoomed out picture and you just see them like, you know, clearly they're like, well, just drag that suitcase a little down and toss it behind the clouds here. It'll be cool. (laughs) Yes. Yeah. (laughs) I I agree. It was one of the best, it was one of the the best moments of CGI in the movie. Yeah. (laughs) The bar is high. We full of them. (laughs) Uh, Okay. So Luke Han goes in and he sees this woman staring at her and... Johnny Cage says something to the effect of, if a woman's staring at you like that, it generally means something, I think? Or, I, don't I think he means sex, guys. What? <laughs> it's a sexy time. <laughs> I, I thought he wanted, I thought they were just going to have a chat. <laughs> yeah. That's a chat stare. That's definitely. a real, that, 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 yeah, that's a lusty chat stare. Classic lusty chat stare. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she gives him a lot of chat stares throughout the movie before she yeah. actually before she actually talks a lot of staring and this and then Shang Tsung shows up and he's like he's talking about something I think it's supposed to be a secret but he's talking like a normal at normal tone and she's like right over there so I feel like she could totally hear what he was saying and then he's talking and turns out he's talking to reptile they spent about six dollars on reptile for this movie so, <laughs> if that if that <laughs> so it's I also I don't know why they didn't just make him a ninja to begin with. I don't understand why he had to be an actual reptile for the movie, because they obviously didn't have the budget to make a lizard in the movie. Well, but that's like his only thing, right? Like all he does, like otherwise, he'd be like, "Why is this dude hissing at everyone? Like, what's yeah. his deal? Oh, he, he turned in from a rodent or from a reptile. That's why." <laughs> he's, uh, 
But he's a he's not he's, he's a ninja in the games though, so people would know like the ones that saw him. He's a, he's the green one. They're all color coded. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my notes I wrote here is the most horrible thing I've ever seen in my entire life. It's really CGI bad. Wizard. <laughs> really bad. Uh, yeah, mine is just reptile looks great! Exclamation point. <laughs> Six bucks. No mm. more, no less. Was... Yep. All right, so we cut to the island's cafeteria, basically. Uh, these monks are bringing in deli trays. Yes, they they have a bunch of big trays with, like, one plate of food in the middle of it. And I thought that was, like, a waste, uh, waste of space at that point. If you look, yeah, it's weird. It's like they've got these, like, big things of meat. And then if you look on the sides, they're literally just deli trays. <laughs> like, I mean, they don't, they don't, it's hard to, like, get stuff uh, imported to the island. So, you know, they gotta, they gotta work with what they can get. And we know what the budget is, too. They're probably like, um, we need some food here, but we can't afford to feed the cast and also have fake food, so we'll just use yeah. it for both. <laughs> and it also, is totally craft services, definitely. Yeah. And, <laughs> and, on yeah. and also, we're, and also they're going to they're gonna waste all the food anyway, so they don't have to spend that much money on it, because they already planned on wasting it all with the, with the demonstration. Yeah, Shang Tsung comes in and says, let me give you a taste of what's to come, and then all the bunks yeah. just, just had a bunch of flipping yeah, the all tables the, all the shirtless dudes go start flipping the tables all over the place, uh, which I um, thought was unnecessary. John, I don't want to argue with you, but I just want to point out something that my girlfriend said, uh, because those shirtless dudes, she was like, wait, they're red shirts. It's just that they're wearing red shirts on their heads. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I, so, okay. yeah, they're not 100% shirtless. That's, um, you're, you're right. They were, they're wearing their shirts over their heads. They clearly yeah. are. Yeah. yeah, they took their shirts off and wrapped around their heads to be yeah. sensitive. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, because their shirts didn't fit properly anyway, so they got yeah. they, they got a size too small. Yeah, I got a head size shirt. Sorry. So. So one of the hooded guys come, or <clears throat> I'm sorry, uh, shirt on his head guys. Like shirted him? guys. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, the, the shirt yeah. masks uh, start showing off with some uh, with some martial arts moves. And the guy takes a flying jump kick at Sub Zero, and then freezes him, and then he shatters Shadubi. Yeah, yeah. He spent he spent a lot of time kicking the air before before he did the jump kick. Uh, yeah. Which was I thought was a, was you know he he was well warmed up at that point. I think he was just showing off personally. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Do you do you yeah. think that guy knew like? Had he been there I, for previous Sub Zero demonstrations? That's what I was thinking too. Is like, did he know he was gonna die, or this was he yeah. like told beforehand that we're just—it's gonna be like, no, trust me, guy, we're gonna, we're gonna totally, we're gonna, you're gonna fake it. It'll be fine. It's not gonna actually, not gonna actually freeze you. But uh, and, that's, uh, a, that's such a sad thought. <laughs> I think he knew it was coming, so he was just like, check me out, guys. This is the way I go out. Look at me, I'm a badass. Except compared yeah. to this guy, just freeze me, and then I shatter into a billion pieces. Yeah, like that's his last shot. Yeah, you know. Yeah. Yeah. So he 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 went out with a bang. Yeah. He, that, that guy's dead now. Yeah. <laughs> and then uh, Shang Tsung, for the first time, and probably the only time in the whole movie uh, that it actually makes sense as flawless Yes, uh, I, I'll, I have notes about okay. that later. I have I, notes about that as well. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Good. But, like, yeah. but, this, but this is the Good. one time I was like, love it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, Vanessa, to fill you in, I, I'm not sure if you're aware, but every time you win in a round in Mortal Kombat where you don't take a hit, uh, I, I know what to This is the one time I've actually played the game. <laughs> Holy shit! Okay. <laughs> it, won't, it won't happen often. This, but... is the one, this, is, this is the one time it's a flawless victory. <laughs> yeah. This, All right. Yeah, this time a few times I was like, oh good, no, that didn't make any sense. That wasn't a flawless victory. He definitely got some hits in. <laughs> they just they just had to make sure they said every like line was actually in the games from the vo the voice stuff in the games, which I think oh. they did. But, the one thing I wish they would have had times. at some point was like somebody being like, "Whoopsie!" Oh yeah, yeah, yeah I agree. Whoops. That would have made my life. Uh, like when, like when Goro falls, that would have been a good. Whoopsie. I know, just some dude popping out. 
<laughs> Some guy in the corner, toasty. Oh, uh, like or yeah, when the dick punch happens. <laughs> that was a good one. <laughs> I think there's, I think there's insufficient use of finish him. Yeah, I agree. There are so many opportunities for it too. Yeah. Yeah. I would say maybe not insufficient so much as misused times. Yeah. Uh, Shang Tsung really loved to go. Your soul is mine. Which is his line, but you know he said he said he he, he made sure he got the most out of that line too. Yeah, every yeah. every time he had to say that when he when he when he killed someone, uh, which I guess I appreciate the consistency. Yeah, he's got a thing and he sticks to it, so you got to give him some credit for yeah. that. So all right, so he starts following Shang Tsung. Uh, Johnny Cage and Liu Kang catch up to him, and they see Goro's shadow, which is kind of horrifying to them. And also, they... I was all confused how they saw the shadow but not Goro based on where they were standing because I was very, I was confused by that. Anyway, it doesn't matter. Just keep, just keep moving. <laughs> Island magic. Yeah. Island yeah. magic. Yeah. Uh, this is when we get our... But then we... Like, and then if, immediately after that we actually see Goro anyway so I don't know why they made a big deal of him like at the shadow first. But... And the Goro puppet, I'm going to be honest, it's not that bad for this movie, I guess. I didn't think it was that bad. I don't know. It, it looks an awful lot like the uh, the little little henchman dude that sits on the uh, side of Jabba the Hutt. Yeah. That's what it reminded yeah. me of. It could, be, it could be the same puppet. We don't know. Yeah. But, I mean, for this movie, I compared to the reptile, I think they actually, you know, this is where all, most of their budget went was this Goro puppet. So it's. Uh, I like that it was actually a puppet. I didn't yeah. like that its mouth didn't always sync up with what it was saying. <laughs> that, you know, that's that's some that's some pretty hard work. Yeah. So, I liked I liked how his I liked his secondary hands kind of felt like little hands sometimes when he when he raised them. <laughs> yeah. 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 And Vanessa, if you remember, this is a thing from another world. Maybe their vocal uh, thing works differently than ours, so it doesn't have to sync. That's up. true. It can be. It can be See? just this thing. The people of Goro's nation do not sync <laughs> up their words with their mouth movements. <laughs> so true. <laughs> yeah, we don't know the uh, biological reasons for yeah, any of they, this. I mean, they are a dubbed culture. Johnny, Johnny Cage later took a big chance on that, so. <laughs> yeah, they're a dubbed culture. Yeah, that was like quite the risk, wasn't it? <laughs> <laughs> it sure yes, was. Yes, it was. Or maybe he. Uh, okay, let's. We'll get to that <laughs> Moving we'll get on. To it. Uh, yes. All right, so we move on to uh, Kano chowing down and talking to Goro. Oh, boy, oh, boy, man. I. I, I really don't like Kano in this game or in this movie. Or the game. I, mean, I, I hate not, Kano in the game, too, but uh, it's. Yes. Kano sucks. Also, he takes a bite out of that chicken and then spits it into the glo- into, into his goblet for some reason, which I thought was just a waste. But uh, well, it's probably because he got the. Uh, if you ever go to um, a state fair and get like a turkey leg and then you bite it like that really like sinewy part and just like yeah. Ugh, maybe that's what he got. Yeah, I feel, but I feel like he took a bunch of bites of it but never actually ate it. <laughs> so I feel like he just kept biting it and then spitting it out or something. He just wanted the flavor. It's um, I believe Ryan Seacrest famously did that, where he would uh, like take a lick of the icing and then spit it out into the trash and be like, "All the taste, none of the calories." Ugh. Yeah. Yep. That's there are people like that. I'm like, oh, gee, well, just just enjoy yourself a little bit. Go go spend like 20 minutes on a treadmill. Okay, seriously, eat a cupcake. <laughs> it's okay. You're gonna die anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, uh, Shang Tsung tells Goro to be careful of Liu Kang and Kitana because they are possibly going to plot against each other or against them because yeah, it's just the plot of the movie. Yeah, so, it, could just, it could just kill yeah. them. You know, whatever. <laughs> there has to be some sort of like contractual thing where uh, Shang Tsung cannot touch Kitana. Yeah, but Sha- Shao Kahn probably wouldn't be would have been dead that. a long time ago. I think it's the rules. Yeah. Also, Chang Sung is really chewing scenery at this point, and I'm just really into it. I think he's just, you know, he's. Same. <laughs> Yeah, thank you, Connor. I, I need, yeah. I, I need you. <laughs> <It's>, uh, yeah. <laughs> yes. All right. Uh, and then this is when 
they go after Katana to go, or Liu Kang does the finder, and then he runs into Reptile, who just spits in his face and runs away. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> also, like, what kind of low grade acid must that be? Because it, yeah, like, I, it didn't even do anything. Yeah, that's why. I, that's why I, I'm pretty sure he just spit in his face. Like. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it wasn't like the uh, the Dilophosaurus in Jurassic Park. This was literally just like saliva. <laughs> yeah, just right into his eyes. Um, Reptile is like the worst. Yeah, Reptile sucks. He gets his ass kicked later too. Uh, the trio after Reptile kind of runs off uh, starts getting lost which I mean like I said this is like island magic I guess the rooms don't really make sense which is why they saw Goro Shadow and not actually Goro so they they come back to the previous room they were in Uh, nobody is in there anymore and then all of a sudden (gasps) Mortal Kombat (laughs) (laughs) this is the first time I I, I really made a note of one of the fight scenes here where uh, I, I think Connor was alluding to before uh, Bridget Wilson is really a lousy fighter who would who could have saw that coming well I think like everybody but Robin Shu. this is a note that I found as well that I wrote while watching it everybody <laughs> except for the extras and Robin Shu and actually Carrie Hiroyuki Tagawa um look off balance all the time uh like they look like they're gonna fall over when they're doing their kicks and stuff you know just for everybody else including me uh who plays who in this? <laughs> oh, uh, Robin, Robin Shu is Liu Kang, and yeah. uh, Carrie—I—I I, don't—I forgot to say his last name, but yes, is he is Shang Tsung. And, yeah. Uh, okay. There we go. Do you guys think it's because they're actors and not professional mar- martial artists? <laughs> who could who could say? I I expected Veronica Vaughn to actually kick some ass in this movie personally, but I was I was mistaken. Well, as we remember from Billy Madison, uh, Veronica Vaughn is one fine piece of ass. Her fights in the Billy Madison are very memorable. And, uh, <laughs> yeah. She did yeah. beat the shit out of Billy. Yeah. So. She did, she, yeah. And uh, or one on one with Chris Farley is uh, one of my favorite fights in cinema. But uh, anyway, keep moving on. That was the inspiration for uh, Beverly Hills Ninja, yeah. if I'm recalling correctly. So, yes. Uh, yeah. So a fair, like I said, it's fairly well choreographed. I mean, yeah, you can tell that. Um, like I said, the guy who plays Johnny Cage isn't a uh, martial artist, but for the most part, I was buying most. I was buying most of these fights, except Bridget. I think Wilson. the thing with. Connor is that we've been watching a lot of other bad fight scenes in movies, and this is pretty good compared to a lot of those that we've seen. Okay, really, really good. Oh, not, 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 not pretty good. Not really good. This is the best damn thing. Yeah, these are easily the best fight scenes we've seen so far. (laughs) That aren't that aren't aren't that aren't from an animated movie. Okay, uh, so like this is the Enter the Dragon of (laughs) yes, like video game. Um, Movies. This is the end of the, end of the, end of the dragon. Uh, so. By the way, the and island. Bridget Wilson is Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Oh dear. Yeah. <laughs> um, by the way, uh, I have a note about uh, her character as well. Um, uh, combat with a K. Cutoffs with a K. Uh, combat cutoffs. <laughs> um, is that's pretty cool. That was it. Vanessa, can you, Vanessa? Um, is that a look you'd go for? Cutoffs. Combat cutoffs. Uh, no, I'm too old for that. Only jumpsuits. <laughs> <laughs> Only jumpsuits. <laughs> okay, <laughs> but I, but I, I don't know. I thought the KK. Ooh, maybe okay. It's that's too close to okay KK because uh, anyway, let's move on. Well, we could say it's a KK slider thing. Yeah, you never hit the third K. I love KK slider. Yeah, so important. Combat slider. <laughs> Combat cutoff slider. <laughs> I hate this show. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Oh God. Anyway, okay. Raiden comes in after after they uh, beat up the what is it like six guys that were in there yeah. is a uh, very sarcastically clapping. Yeah, he made, that I, was really rude. I thought, <laughs> I thought Christopher Lambert made some pretty strange choices with with Raiden with the Raiden character. He was he was kind of all over the place with his personality. So 
I mean, he's a guest, like a really old deity, right? So he can kind of do whatever he wants. Yeah, he doesn't give a fuck. <laughs> yeah, he gives like even less than that. <laughs> Raiden doesn't, or the actor doesn't. Both. <laughs> Definitely both. <laughs> and what I love is uh, he, another another group shows up and Raiden says, uh, "You know, good job, but what are you going to do about them?" And there's like twenty of them. Yeah, just waiting there. I don't know how they didn't notice them. Because <laughs> they were not that far away. Well, if you notice, they're not wearing shoes, so maybe they walk uh, yes. quietly. The shoes are probably on their hands. Uh. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and they've got that Goro magic. So yeah, <laughs> got, like, island magic is a mysterious thing to everyone. Yeah. All right, and then we finally after this, we is this when we finally get to some actual Mortal Combat? Is when we get to uh, oh here in a second. Raiden warns them about Shang Tsung after Raiden basically dispatches the entire group for them. Oh right, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, just like okay, guys. Uh, like seriously, you don't want to fuck with me. I'm a lightning god, and so let's just let's just. How about you just let us pass? Because you guys are all holding metal weapons. So, uh, Raiden starts explaining about Shang Tsung and says he's a legion of adversaries because he can take the form and abilities of anybody he's absorbed. Yeah, or whose soul he's absorbed. All right, now now we get to some. And Luke or uh, Luke Hang is the first one up. Ah uh, yes, and he fights a man that roars like a lion. <laughs> they kept adding like this lion roar sound whenever he was doing stuff that I was into. <laughs> I was, yeah, it's, it was really dumb, and I was really into it. Yeah, I was into it as well. Yeah, and uh, <laughs> also fighting in the sand has to really suck. I was like watching this, like, why are they fighting oh. in the sand? This has got to be this has got to be a nightmare for balance and you know just movement. But breathing. Yeah. As a guy who's had hip surgery, yeah, walking in something like that is a mess. It's just like, I walk in, I'm like, ooh, ow, 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 I'm just going to hop on my good leg. This sucks. Yeah, it, I I mean, I felt for them. I felt like they could have, like, they could have, like, spared a little more, like, put a little more effort into, into like, the, the combat arenas that is making rock circles and sitting near those in different places. But, you know, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Island magic. Anyway. Island magic. Uh, <laughs> Uh, Liu Kang ends up taking him out, and then Shang Tsung takes his soul. So he just gets to take the souls of everybody who loses? Yeah, their souls are his. He wins. Like, you know, he's really got this stacked against him in many ways, or stacked for him in many ways. <laughs> yeah, weird. Weird that he set it up like that. <laughs> so, who, who would have guessed that he would have uh, stacked the deck in his favor for this I know, situation? right? Like, later <laughs> even, he's like, um, whoever wins this last fight. I get to fight them or anyone else I choose. Yeah, I, <laughs> like, come on. <laughs> I just, I, it's a it's a write-in rule. I get one of those every tournament. <laughs> this is uh, <laughs> yeah. That, that's like going into a job and and saying I will take your offer or however much I choose. Yeah. <laughs> and then taking and then taking you up on it. It's like, oh, okay. Well, I'm gonna take all of your money then. And I get to be your boss. <laughs> <laughs> I actually get your job because I say so. <laughs> <laughs> I actually think one of the worst things about Shang Tsung is he's like one of those dudes in like a in an online video game who like loots kills that aren't even his kills. Right. That's not your soul to take, buddy. Yeah. That's I mean Liu Kang wouldn't do it, but it, you know, he would have the prerogative. <laughs> That's my soul asshole. Yeah. <laughs> oh god. What a yeah. Anyway. Let's see. Uh Sonya's up next and Man, she's not much of a fighter, but she has one hell of a resting bitch face. Yeah, she she's just so grumpy. Unpleasant. She seems uh, so unpleasant. <laughs> like I would not want to have a conversation with that woman. And uh, yeah, the Kano shows up um, and pulls it, pulls out a knife, and and uh, yeah, yeah, it says I uh, made a nice smile on your on your uh, partner, and then 
Yeah, basically just makes a cutting note or a motion. I was like, oh, oh, oh that's nice. <laughs> yeah, and then uh, yeah, they get in a fight, and uh, she's she kicks his ass for quite a bit, and Shang Tsung is getting really is getting off to this the entire time. By the way, they keep they keep cutting to his face, and he's just <laughs> into this whole fight, and, like in a way that's a little uncomfortable to watch. But, uh, well, if you notice, they don't show his hands or from the waist down. So you take that as you will. Yeah, they, He's so they, creepy. Their soul sure will be his. Glug. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> Basically, Sonya starts uh, beating the shit out of him, gets her legs wrapped around his uh, his neck, and we're getting right back into that thing. Anyway, uh, she says, uh, or Shanks says, finish him. Kano looks and says, no, Sonya, don't give me a break. And she says, okay. And then snaps his neck yeah, she... with her legs. What is it with fighting game movies where they snap? The... It, it just, Jesus Christ, this happened, it's, this happened in like the last three movies? Yeah, a lot of, a lot of, a lot of neck snaps with legs. Cammy and the animated movie. It's kind of all they have going for them, guys. Let them have this one thing. It's a, it's a, it's a good move. Also, the fact that she murders him is a little unexpected. But, uh, like, really, really doesn't care about it either. Like, you know, so. So much. Yeah, I was kind of surprised. Like halfway through the movie, Kano just gets like, you know, his neck snapped like a chunk. I was into it. We we stand for. Oh, go ahead. No, no, no. I was just wondering, is she like on duty at that time? That's what I was thinking. Is like, she's a cop, right? She just murdered that guy. (laughs) Well, we remember her radio doesn't work, so there's no rules here. Well, and he's the one that she's been after the whole time, so she's out for vengeance. That's true. Vengeance it leads to next snaps. Exactly. It didn't matter if he was going to peacefully surrender anyway. She was going to yeah. kill him. So, but, uh, right. Paul... and, and, and who's there to witness against her, right? Like, what you think, Liu Kane and Johnny Cage are going to be like? Oh yeah, she was a bad cop. She killed him. <laughs> yeah, they're not going to narc. No, yeah. they're they're good dudes. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. Let's pour one out for Kano though, because we stand for we stand for Kano. We stand here. for Kano. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, multimedia failure. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I still want to know, like, why the hell they decided like that Terminator Eye thing? It's like, okay, I don't know. It's he had to have something. To is that, stand is that functional? Yeah, he can shoot a laser with it. And yet he doesn't. Yeah, no, he does not. <laughs> yeah, he chooses just to die. <laughs> when do they add that in? The laser eye? I think by. I think yeah. he's in there by two. I feel like he. I is feel it? like he might be being there by two. I could be. It's. It, there's so many of them. I, I forget which one. It, yeah, I mean, there's only what eleven going on yeah, now. Yeah, we're up on, We're up to eleven in uh, this like this spring, I think, is when it comes out. But uh, yeah, I there's think a new March, one in the spring. Said. Do we need any more Mortal Kombat? Yeah. <laughs> they're never gonna stop. <laughs> Ooh, uh, what a series! <laughs> it's it's a treat. What a uh, treat! <laughs> yeah. All right, she breaks him, and then we cut to Johnny Cage in the forest for some reason. <laughs> I don't know why he's wandering through the forest, but he is contemplative that's why yeah scorpion kind of pops up out of nowhere and for the first part of him being there scorpion looks awfully cross-eyed yeah he also they also he also uses is you know very liberal with the use of the get over here in this fight they've they've used it a lot i also like that they just they just like dub over that guy's voice with it (laughs) the the get over yeah i like that all the lines they just dub over with him um i appreciate that scorpion has a lot of like unnecessary combat cartwheels yeah, I, uh, yes, we're 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 fans here of the unnecessary combat cartwheel. So. Yeah, <laughs> there were that, that was one of the that was like one part of the animated movie that I liked is when they they made an entrance with an with the combat cartwheel. So yeah, it's good. Yeah. All right, so he shoots the harpoon at him. It follows him around everywhere. Something that actually doesn't really happen. Um, and we basically find out. I mean, we found this out earlier, but the harpoon's alive, and Johnny Cage kind of moves at the last second. It's it uh, hits the tree. And goes splat, yeah, and yeah. well, it was alive. 
Yeah, it was alive. It, it's a, it's not a snake in the game. <laughs> it's the spear. I don't know Is why. It, I, yeah. It, it's just a spear in his in his hand. Just, it's just a spear in his hand is a really it's a really silly sentence, but in this context, it's just a spear in his hand. <laughs> and uh, yeah. So and so uh, Johnny Cage goes rushing at him, and he sort of does the shadow kick. Yeah, a little bit. It's like you you could kind of tell it was gonna it was supposed to be a shadow kick. Uh, he never does the, the the green ball thing. I forget what it's called. But uh, yeah, and then they they a scorpion teleports yeah, them to hell. Yeah, the, basically, the dimension of infinite ladders because <laughs> there's, yeah, yeah. there's ladders everywhere in this in this hell. It's, that's where it's like the ladders lead, leading to nowhere is the is the worst kind of hell I can think of. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, uh, but a scorpion is very polite. He says welcome uh, before they get well, start welcome. fighting. Yeah, <laughs> welcome. <laughs> it's his last catchphrase yeah. other than come yeah, over he, here he, welcome yeah he taps him on the shoulder too and says welcome like he wants to, he, he wants to feel welcome at the dimension of infinite ladders yeah um, <laughs> and I will and I'll argue this is the best fight in the movie personally this is the one I enjoyed the most is my favorite this. part of this fight was where um Johnny Cage like finds like a horizontal bar and starts spinning on it. To, like, oh my god! His yeah, <laughs> his upper his upper body strength is insane in that part. He it like so good. He, he like does a bunch of spins and then and then lifts himself up to the next level with just his upper body strength. And I uh, love that he gains no advantage from that. At yeah, all. Just, he just immediately like, gets knocked down. <laughs> yeah, like he doesn't jump off it and land on him. Like yeah. no, no. Yeah. I think he was just trying to run away at that point. He's yeah. just confused. He's like, um, I'm gonna go with it. This is fine. But yeah, I like this fight a lot. I mean, clearly they just they did a, there's a bunch of cuts between him and his stunt double when they're fighting. There's a lot. And oh, oh yeah. But, but I I don't know. I like the pace of the fight. I like the weird. I like the ladder place. I liked. Uh, I liked that they brought they used most of Scorpion's actual moves and stuff in the skull face with the fire. Yeah, like, yeah. Yeah. My next thing here is one of the times Johnny Cage kicks or punches Scorpion, and he basically like goes flying backwards and his shins hit like one of the rails uh, yeah, on the like, oh. platform and he just gets right yeah. up. I'm like, have you ever hit your shin before? Yeah, yeah. That hurts like shit. Yeah. You are down. Yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah, he's like a demon skeleton, man. Yeah. That's true. He is dead. Yeah. So it doesn't yeah. really matter, I, I suppose. He feels many things. Oh, that's not true. He screams pretty loud when he gets hit one too. The first time he gets actually like cut, <laughs> he is not Good into point. that at all. He was, he was very hurt. <laughs> he was very hurt. That makes yeah. him sound like more of an emotional hurt. No, because he started screaming and it sounded so out of character for him. I figured yeah. he would like take it better than he did, but he was a bitch about it. He was. Just... Hey, it hurts a lot, guys. <laughs> I was like, I was like, he did get sliced on the arm, but I feel like he—he's a skeleton monster. He could probably take it, but I mean, he, apparently he, not. He didn't last much longer after that, though, because he yeah. Johnny just fucking obliterates him. Uh, yeah. So uh, before that, um, you mentioned Johnny Cage like flipping up onto another platform, basically, yes. or getting himself up onto a different platform. And then Scorpion says, "Get down here! Get down here!" <laughs> and, uh, I was like, yeah, All like right, "What whatever. the hell?" I'm like, oh, come on, guys. Hold on. Really, Sorry, I can explain this. Actually, Jason, you're probably not familiar with this, but his um, his catchphrase is "Get over here." So, so what he's done is he's like he's kind of made it into like a joke or whatever, where he nearly said his catchphrase, but not quite. So, thank you, Connor. <laughs> thank you, Connor. Jason's still Jason's still thinking about it right now. Decided to put it all together. Oh, I get it. <laughs> yeah, there, there it is. Yeah. There we are. So it's, it's pretty funny. Yeah, I was. Oh, once you get it. thank you for explaining that to me. He's been laughing, laughing yeah, anyway. at that for the next two hours. Yeah. yeah. Oh, geez, guys, we're gonna have to we're gonna have to cut the short. I got I, I got to take a minute to process this thing. I gotta watch that movie <laughs> yeah. again. It yeah. all makes sense now. Yeah, it's gonna be pretty different now. Yeah. There are layers of this. Okay. 
<laughs> okay, guys, I'll talk to you guys later. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, yeah. So uh, Johnny Cage begins to uh, just my note is just fucks Scorpion up here. Yeah. Yo. Yeah. He like he slices him up, slices his head in half, and then he and then he dives away as Scorpion fucking explodes for some reason. Yeah. How did How did Johnny that. know he was going to explode? Like he was. He knew he was going to go. Nuclear. I love the classic "Why does he explode?" moment in in old action movies. That's my one of my favorite <laughs> things. Every time it's like I always love asking "Why does he Why did he explode?" is a really is always one of my favorite tropes. And then as uh, as we cut away, it there, a picture falls on the ground of Johnny, and it says "To my greatest fan." I thought that was a nice touch. Yeah, yeah it's a very Johnny Cage touch. And now we cut to uh, Luke Kang fighting Kitana, sort of. Oh, right. I have, like, yeah. Barely, sort of. I have like no notes from this fight because I have like nothing to say about this stupid fight where they're kind of like rolling around a little bit and she's like, "You gotta use like this the secret of the thing of life." Or whatever. The element which brings yeah, life. Why, brings why, life. Would, why wouldn't you just say dump the bucket on him? Yeah, why didn't you say use water? <laughs> <laughs> it's like I don't know why you gotta be all vague and shit. Sub Zero's not even here. She's trying to impress him. That's true. Uh, she already, she's trying to make Liu Kang think. Maybe she's just really bad at, like, speak. That's why she kind of stares a lot, because she's not a very strong speaker. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Aw. You have to think about how she grew up, though, right? Like, adopted, fostered daughter of the evil emperor. She yeah. didn't get a lot of attention. Yeah. yeah, Shao Kahn is not the best father. Uh, adopted uh, or adopted <laughs> or real, so, you know. Right. Yeah. She had a hard life. <laughs> and she's, what, 10,000 years old? And she's 1,000 years 10, old. 1,000 years old, isn't she? Oh, is it 10,000? 10. And she's only had this one conversation ever once. Doesn't look, doesn't look a day over 8,000, though. <laughs> this uh, is another instance where I thought, like, maybe they could have cast, like, not this super not this white lady. Yeah. Her last name is Soto. I don't, I, she, I don't, I don't know who she is. That was... um, I, I looked her up, yeah. and this is the uh, notable thing in her career on her wiki page. Ah. I hate it. Well, so, yeah. <laughs> when, when, when you pick this early, it's like, what do you, where do you go from here? Right. Yeah, I was going to say, I, that, you literally took the words out of my mouth. I was just going to say, she peaked early, baby. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, well, then we, and we, after this, we cut to back to the weird, the poor, poorly lit room that it keeps cutting to with the, where our fights happen in. And, uh, uh, Liu Kang meets Sub-Zero in there, who comes out of the smoky staircase. Ah, ah, but first... Oh. We see a guy carrying oh, right. two buckets yes. on a on, yeah. on a pole, puts him down, takes a drink out of it. Then we see it's Raiden, 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 Jason, Raiden. Come on, <laughs> uh, and he drinks from the bucket, smiles, and then kind of leaves one of the buckets behind, and or no, leaves both buckets behind and just kind of saunders yeah, off. Ra- Raiden stuff. is so useless. <laughs> yeah, real subtle stuff. But yeah, then Sub Zero makes his smoky staircase entrance, and I, I really uh, liked that. Yeah, I was into it too. <laughs> What is the what? What is with Sub Zero like sashaying down the stairs? It's all he has, Jason. It's all he has. <laughs> it's just like, oh come on. Yeah. So fight goes on for a while, as we alluded to earlier, and Katana alluded to earlier. They throw a bucket of water at him as he's building up his uh his his freeze attack. For that, there was they went down the ramp, and uh, Liu Kang does a fun little jump punch down the ramp, uh, which I was which I was into. Uh, also, Sub Zero spent a lot of time like charging energy into his crotch like it seemed like uh, for, for some to like freeze stuff i guess but i don't i don't know why he had to do that for so long <laughs> and you because i think of one ice ball is all it takes to freeze a person so i don't know why he keep charging his crotch up for this yeah so and then Luke Kang goes oh shit the 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 water that's what i gotta use is the water and then grabs the bucket starts spinning the bucket around at a very rapid pace that would totally take the water out of the bucket but whatever and uh, then throws the bucket at him, and which leads to him getting speared by an, a giant icicle. 
Uh, you know what? I, isn't uh, wouldn't the water stay in there because of uh, what is it? Centrifugal force? No, nope. I'm not a doctor, Jason. <laughs> I think that was like an experiment I did in like middle school, where you got like a cup and then put a string in the middle of it, and then like you would have to pick it up a certain way and then swing it around really fast, and the liquid would stay in there. John, John's killed all those brain cells. I guess They're we don't know. Now. I guess we don't know what Liu Kang did in America. Like, what is? Wait, maybe he was a physicist, and that's and that's why his room was so green. Because <laughs> he was doing science. And, uh, okay. Uh, oh, and stuff just blew up constantly as he had his lab coat on, and then his hair blew back, and he was just like, "Ugh," foiled again as he takes off his lab glasses. I like this backstory that we have for him now. It's great. It's much better than the whatever it actually is. <laughs> I'm into uh, it. Before, the one that doesn't exist. <laughs> right, the one that doesn't exist. <laughs> before we move on, Jason, real quick, what other Mortal Kombat death scenes did you work on in middle school? <laughs> like, did you do all of them in science class? Uh, you know, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> well, they, they had to see how plausible the spine rip fatality actually. Yeah. actually I was gonna is. say. Let me, let me let me tell you. It was a it was a little tough to get a volunteer for that one. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I was all about I was all about the uh, spinning water bucket thing, but the uh, when it came to uh, pulling a heart out, ugh, that one. Well, that didn't go so well, but uh, we were we were twenty four strong and then twenty three at the end of the oh, day. Then I, then I got the brutalities, and I got and I, that's when I got weird. But <laughs> yeah. I was all about the animalities. Oh, animalities, guys! And I was like, oh, bring a doggy into school. Annihilation has animalities. Let, let's not forget ba- babyalities. Ba- babyalities. Babyalities. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> that babalities. was a sad time. Yeah. What? Bestialities. <laughs> um. <laughs> There was a time though. John's been watching the babies, right? Yeah, but don't don't worry, Vanessa. There's animalities in Annihilation. Oh, good. Yeah, there's at least one that I that stuck with me for a very long time because it's very bad. But uh, and then there's the friendship. Yeah. Anyway, uh, so when Sub Zero gets uh, frozen there, uh, his eyes kind of do the same thing mine did when he died. Just like went very wide because I was like, oh, this o- awful. Just over like mine did. <laughs> it was uh, at that point. Um, yeah. It was a bad way to go, but he deserved it because that's what he did to everyone else too. So he had to see what it was like. Yeah. 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 At least it didn't explode. I guess. Did he explode? Uh, he didn't explode, did he? I guess that's the opposite of exploding. Freezing. Yeah. <laughs> being being caught in a state in a suspended in a state is the opposite of being, you know, in a state in all in a bunch of different places. Yeah. And, See, I didn't cover this in middle school, guys. Sorry, I missed that day. <laughs> oh, I was waiting for you to chime in to confirm. Yeah, you, sorry, man. You are the scientist yeah. here. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> if I'm the scientist, we're fucked. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I can uh, engineer a podcast, and that's about the end of my knowledge. There, that, and uh, you know, uh, being able to spin a, a cup of water around with a with a string in it. So, you know, what? I'm going to try that now. Actually, <laughs> and it's cold outside. Maybe I can get it to freeze too. Do it. Your family's gonna be like, you know, I don't get along with my neighbor. Maybe I can call him outside. <laughs> yeah, everyone in your neighborhood, what are you doing? Why are you so weird? <laughs> Doesn't my middle school kind of explain everything now that now you're hearing about this? <laughs> this is how we spent our, our days. So, anyway, uh, we're gonna go ahead and cut to Goro starts fighting. Man, like we talked about earlier, time has not been kind to him as a special effect because he does not look good. He takes out very quickly 20 guys. <laughs> And 
I kind of remember Goro being a little bit more, let's say, squat and his arms being like right on top of each other. Yeah. There's a good yeah. like few inches in between them in this. Yeah, the, the, his the torso arms, is weird. Yeah, his torso is very yeah. long. But, and He's got like 45 abs, yeah. I think. Also, I'm pretty sure he, he just throws the same four guys over and over again. It's like... <laughs> Yeah, I'm almost positive he's just throwing the same four. Oh, the same four guys you know what? Over I again. I didn't. Okay, okay. So what it was was they just had the same four guys, but they just cut from five different angles. Yeah, showing yeah, yeah. There yeah, we go. Yeah. Okay, it all makes sense now. I Did got anybody it. I also got wonder it. like where are these fighters hiding this whole time? Like why? Like how are they even still alive? Considering that they're on this fight island, have they not fought in any combat yet island. until they got to Goro? I, I love that term. <laughs> they're on the fight island. <laughs> Like, where, where well, they never did name it, so I think Vanessa's accurate. No, it's completely, that's why I like it, because it's so accurate. <laughs> yeah. It's the magic fight I, island. <laughs> I never considered that question, though. Like, where do they come from? Like, who, on whose behalf are they competing? I don't know. Right? I mean, that art guy is not a real character. He he's a movie character, and he just showed up because he likes to fight stuff. Well, but, yeah, but, but yeah. did not Raiden be like, um, like, is he not a benevolent god that'd be like, hey guys, by the way, I've selected these three people who actually have a chance. You guys are fucked. He has not yeah, seen you can go home. He's, he's never really yeah, seemed benevolent. He just seemed, because remember, he doesn't get really give a shit about anyone else. Uh, that's true. He, he kind of laughs when they talk about, or when they talk about maybe dying, you know, so it's like, Ehh. yeah, he's. He's not a very good people person either. He seems a little off. Yeah. But at the same time, you know, you go into a battle, you don't expect all of your soldiers to survive, right? You kind of go in with the expectation of like, yeah, there's possibly somebody's going to die here. And then he sort of did that thing of like, well, these three should be okay. But the rest of them kind of cannon fodder and distractions. Well, right. Well, but that's kind of messed up, right? Like those poor people thought that they had a chance, but actually they could have just been like, oh, I could have stayed home. <laughs> Yeah. If you saw their version of the movie, they all had the same talk from Raiden that the three main characters had. <laughs> <laughs> he, he was just playing shit. the odds of <laughs> Yeah. It's like, you know, oh, I, gotta... I see something special in you. Raiden's just an asshole, so that's the moral of the story. Go to yeah. Fight Island, but don't listen to Raiden because he's a jerk. Yeah. <laughs> Alright, so now we're going to go and see oh, we're going to see Goro and Art? <laughs> oh, yeah, Art. And they... At this point, I was like, he should really just forfeit. <laughs> I don't know why he's gonna fight this this, this four armed monster man. It takes him a good like fifteen seconds to notice Goro as he's walking in. Yeah, he's sitting there like warming up, and Goro's walking down. Sonya, Liu Kang, and Johnny all see him, and then he kind of looks up like, "Oh shit!" Like it's like fifteen seconds. It's like, dude, dude, how did you not see the nine foot tall four armed monster coming at you? Yeah, they. Yeah, and then everyone, and while he's fighting and getting his ass kicked by Goro, everyone's like, come on, Art, you can do it. I'm like, no, throw the t goddamn towel in. <laughs> it's like, yeah. No, he, he, he can't do it. Stop. You're, you're basically telling him to kill himself. It's like... And I do love how they named this character yeah. and that, the, you know, and that Johnny Cage, Liu Kang, and Sonya all knew who the hell he was. They, they couldn't just, they couldn't, I mean, they didn't even, like, bother naming him from a, like, a character from the game, either. This, yeah. Um... Maybe they were sitting next to him when the, all the deli trays got flipped earlier. I mean, he meets him in the beginning. And Johnny Cage does, so maybe he just, you know. Yeah. Oh, was that him? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. I didn't realize that was the same guy. Okay. Yeah, same guy. I feel like any okay. of those three could have also told this guy, like, you shouldn't even bother because Raiden says that we're the chosen ones. Yeah, so we're, the, we're the, but he, but Raiden told me we were the chosen ones. <laughs> yeah, but, but like, it could have <laughs> saved weird. everybody a lot of trouble. Yeah. That's, that's weird. I thought we were the chosen ones. Yeah. Let's all go home. Yeah. <laughs> And then Raiden comes in like, I tell that to everybody. Yeah. How dumb are you guys? Yeah. <laughs> this is the 10th tournament. Don't you think I've had this speech before with everybody? And then he does a line of coke and walks away. 
All right, so Art and Goro are fighting. Goro beats the shit out of Art, except Art gets some hits in, and then Shang Tsung again says, flawless victory. This is not a flawless victory. No, he definitely took out a little bit of health bar. Not a lot. Yeah, Art got a good few hits in. I mean, he got maybe like a, maybe like a, what do you say, like a, like a, like a seventh of the health yeah, bar it's down. probably like the first time you fight Goro in Mortal Kombat, you just get you just get your ass kicked. It's kind of like that, you know. You kind of you're trying to feel him feel him out. Unfortunately, he didn't get a he doesn't get a, a continue after this. Yeah, he doesn't get a round yeah, two. Yeah, yeah, and then he he like punches him in the clavicle <laughs> to kill him. I don't I forget what he like. He, I, it was unclear how he killed him, and then he holds him up, and Shang Tsung takes his soul because his soul is his. And uh, this was a very disappointing scene to me because I think they could have done a much better fatality here. Like, yeah, that's what I was saying. They like they they kind he kind of just punches him in the clavicle, <laughs> right? Like, like I, I was expecting him to like break him in half with his yeah. forearms or something cool, something yeah. much cooler. Yeah, you know, like a fatality. Like a fatality, exactly. Yes. Anything, anything would have been cooler than this. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Not gonna disagree. Hey, with you, actually, so. you know, no, I know what happened. I know what happened. He put in the code, but he he fucked up and wasn't at the right distance. So he just he just, he just hit him. Oh, so he, just, he, did that, he did that awful okay. thing where you actually just you just throw out a regular punch and just hit them, and it feels really you, like oh come uh, on, yeah, man. That's, that's, yeah. I do hate it when that happens. I can tell you from an actual production point because it's in that article I read. Apparently, they were trying to keep this to be PG thirteen, and apparently, if you show any death, like any human death on screen, like a violent one with blood, it's immediately an R rating. Huh. So, fun fact, not very. So, like, is, is, but it has to be a violent one because a lot of people die in this movie. Yeah, yeah, it's like, um, it's okay to show bodies, but it's like some sort of violent death percentage. Like, you know, you, like you're not allowed to show any like super violent deaths, or you get an R rating. Interesting. So it's okay to like so show somebody get shot as long as there's like no blood splatter, basically. That's how I read it. They just kind of spin and die, basically. Although there was a lot of blood from Scorpion that was on fire. He gets his head, but he wasn't he's human. He's not human. Yeah. That's true. And he gets his head. Yeah. <laughs> he's not. He's not human though. <laughs> but he's not human. <laughs> that's oh jeez. Um, except there was. I think it was. Oh yeah. Earlier when Kano was having his little feast with Goro, he mentioned when Sub Zero splattered, or you know, like uh, that guy, like you know, got frozen and shattered all over the place. He mentioned like I could see his guts and everything. <laughs> So, I mean, clearly, whatever. Why are we, let's, let's not dwell on it. Yeah, moving, moving on, moving on. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so Raiden gives the crew a pep talk, uh, says only one thing can defeat you, your fear. Except later, um, Raiden tells uh, Johnny Cage and Liu Kang that Sonya can't beat Shang Tsung, so he, that's so afraid, not true? Oh, is that why? Yeah, she's too, she's super afraid. Oh. oh, okay. She was not afraid she could beat him, but she's too afraid. <laughs> <laughs> It's already, it's, already, uh, it's already been cleared up. Story check. I got you. I got you. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So moving on here. Um. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Only one thing can defeat you: your fear. And you know, me to quote Chun Li. I don't know that four-armed uh, mountain of muscle and an evil sorcerer who can eat your soul. It'd probably be a little tough to beat. Yeah. I mean, I mean, I wouldn't take most people's odds in that fight. I guess. No. Yeah. Mm-mm. Yeah. So. <laughs> As he's telling them all this, Raiden gets. Way yeah, he, too he, close to Sonya. Yeah, everyone, everyone gets real rapey with Sonya in this movie. Like, Poor Sonya. He like gets really close yeah. to her and, and talks and is like, "Hey, Sonya," <laughs> and it's right into her like, ear. Right, yeah, right in her yeah. ear. Like, I don't know. You and I, Sonya, no, no. we're gonna make electricity. Yeah. <laughs> zap, zap. <laughs> I'm gonna zap all over you, oh. and by zap, I mean ejaculate. Oh god, guys. Okay, moving on. <laughs> oh, come on. <laughs> okay, subtle, ruin subtlety the fun is here. the key to humor. <laughs> 
I don't know. You guys are laughing, so whatever. Okay, edit that out. There's some good subtle, there's some, good, there's some really good subtle humor coming up too. We get a romantic Oceanside speech from Johnny and, and Sonia for some reason. Their their interest now, because I mean, it's a man and a woman on it. They've been in a movie for at least an hour and fifteen minutes now. So what what else what else can you do? They're in love. <laughs> yeah, they're, I mean, they're clearly they're in love. Yeah. So. And they're like the whitest people in the movie, so might as well. I'm glad yeah. they. I'm glad. I'm glad they went to the went to the rock by the ocean to have this to have this talk too. In at that sunset, it was a. Uh, it really added to everything. Well, that's because uh, Luke King was meditating on the beach somewhere, oh, so right. they were looking for right. him. Right. <laughs> the head. You have to beach. You have to beach meditate. Johnny yeah. is very romantic. Yeah, Johnny's like, I gotta fight Goro. I'm the only one that can beat him for some reason. Or something. <laughs> yeah, I don't remember. Yeah. And as uh, as Johnny walks off, Sonya says, "You are the most egotistical, self deluded person I have ever met." And as he's walking off, he says, "Yeah, well, you forgot good looking." Yeah. I gotta say, I like Johnny Cage a lot in this movie. <laughs> you can just say you like Johnny Cage. It's okay. <laughs> Everyone, Johnny Cage is great. <laughs> yeah, like, that's a bit of a stretch. Like I said, the 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 stomach cholo tattoo kind of so, kind of did so it for Cassie me Cage, in the later ones. His daughter. But uh, in Sonya's what? And, Sonya, and, and then Mortal Kombat 10, Cassie Cage, uh, <gasps> really, the daughter, the daughter of Johnny and Sonya. Wow. Her fa- her fatality is a dick punch so hard it explodes your inner organs, basically. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Oh. I can't tell if you're being serious. I am 100 percent serious. <laughs> oh, okay. As a guy who's getting a vasectomy here in like three weeks, that oh boy, that hurts. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. So you yeah. should be really um, thankful that that's yeah, not the way they do those Mortal, surgeries, Jason. Mortal Kombat. Mortal Kombat 10, because nine is when they reset everything. A lot of characters die, but so they had to make a bunch of new ones, and they made the combat kids, which is a bunch of kids of all the other fighters and stuff. So, yeah. yeah. Uh, can I ask a question? So, yeah. Please. Um, what is the difference between self-deluded and just regular deluded? Um, the word self. Okay, moving on. Perfect. <laughs> yep. Four letters. <laughs> yeah. Checks out. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I to be because del- if you're deluded, you're is can you not can you not just be deluded? Do you have to be self-deluded? Can you not just say I'm deluded? Well. Okay, so self-deluded is, um, I, I would imagine, the I'm a, I'm a scientist, but I'm not an English professor, so let's remember this. So, self-deluded, <laughs> sorry, I couldn't even say that with a straight face, holy shit. It's like you have brought about so, your own delusion? Yeah, exactly. Oh. It's, a, it's a very narrow scope of delusion. I mean, my boy is my face red. Uh, I was wrong, Good. Sonya was right. See, Connor, see, <laughs> see, look at that, see. <sighs> she, you know what? She did play. She did play a, a teacher in Billy Madison. So let's remember that. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. See, <laughs> so her her grasp on the English language is a little bit more, uh, let's say, uh, strong than Spanish ours. So. Armada, and uh, all right. Spanish Armada. That's the uh, it's a Billy Madison reference, but uh, but, oh, yeah. okay, yeah. When he uh, he's trying to get she's trying she's like stripped stripping for him if he gets answers right and he's and she's like what well, do you have the year of the Spanish Armada he can he can't get it right oh yeah. okay okay so uh, Goro and Johnny Cage fight man you would think Johnny Cage would have at least taken the time to have uh, changed out of his banana Republic clothes he's a he did not he those clothes are very ill fitted so they're perfect for fighting because they can he moves very well in them we've talked about this yeah and <laughs> so comfortable. Uh, I like but it's also something to grab that's the problem yeah, with that though yeah, yeah. but. Speaking of something to grab, he immediately dick punches Goro to start the fight. <laughs> and, uh, and but he also go he also said that it hurt that hurt his hand because apparently Goro's dick is literally rock hard. 
Okay. He almost broke his, broke his hand punching him in the dick. Guys, I don't know if you notice Raiden's smile when this yeah, happened. Super into the dick punch. And he, Who's he, not? He, I was into it. I was like, yeah, yeah that's Johnny Cage's best move. And right. You know, yeah. Goro wasn't. I comment on this fight. I was just like, what kind of fight is this? Yeah, Raiden is like, yeah, pound that thing. Woo! <laughs> 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 Hit it like a speed bag. Hit it like a speed bag. Yeah, pound that thing. <laughs> That's a really good voice. Wow. Uh, <laughs> it sounded a little bit like Ocelot. Uh, I mean, I've, I've done a, I've done a few Ocelot voices in my life, so I'll just um. <laughs> Let's move on here. Okay, so Goro's sitting there, uh, you know, hunched over after he got his, uh, you know, his, his scrotum punched into his, uh, you know, intestines, yeah. and Shang Tsung is telling him go finish him. Um, how is he going to finish him if he hasn't even hit the guy yet? Yeah, yeah, he's a, he's got. Four you have to start something. To I feel finish like he's it. still the favorite in the fight at that point. Honestly, you got, you, you got the guy got a surprise dick punch in. You don't expect that, and uh, but he still has four arms and seventeen abs. Like he's not like, you know, <laughs> yeah. it's not like he's that. He's scared of dying at that point. Do you feel like as a fighter, one of Johnny Cage's weakness weaknesses is that um he fails to like capitalize on advantages that he creates like climbs a scaffolding doesn't jump off it to kick somebody in the face gets a dick bunch and his enemy is completely paralyzed for it's 30 totally seconds <laughs> yeah it's like all right now i can get away yeah <laughs> um i have the advantage run yeah, yeah. um but yeah, Goro falls after him. He, he finds this weird, this weird cliffside where there's a that there's an entrance leads to nowhere. Um, yeah. Don't know why this place existed. Uh, Island magic. No, oh, thank you, Jason. <laughs> so, yes, that's why. Yeah. Uh, he, In my scientific point of also, view, Island also, magic is the answer. Goro crushes five hundred dollars sunglasses. So Johnny was not into that, and yeah, kicks, those were five hundred dollars sunglasses, asshole. Kicked, Although they looked like something you could buy off the rack at a uh, grocery store, and they probably did. Yeah. And uh, he kicked him off the off the edge, but he wasn't quite. He grabbed on for a little bit, and he goes, "This is the part where you fall down." And uh, then Gora falls down <laughs> into the uh, into the abyss of clouds and storms and stuff. Yeah, and that was good CGI. Meeting the same, <laughs> meeting the same fate as his brother did, as we learned in the uh, in the uh, animated uh, movie. Yes, yeah, that's true. Oh yeah, yeah. forgot about that. Connie, you need to go back and watch yeah. that. In the same fate as his brother. Yeah, I'll, obviously I will. Look, if anybody. <laughs> Like, if anybody is perfectly suited to a situation where they've been kicked off a cliff and have to hang on for dear life, surely the person with four arms—he's <laughs> the guy. He's the man I'd I'd bet on. He's yeah. Like, that's the horse I. That's that's the horse I'd bet on. Yeah. <laughs> yeah if he didn't die at the end of this, I would have sworn he threw this fight. Yeah. Yeah. Really. Yeah. I think he he's probably he's probably tired of fighting at that point. He's been doing it for a while. Yeah. He, I bet he landed next to Johnny Cage's suitcase in the in the abyss too. Yeah. That's a nice touch. Yeah. It's a flotation device. Yeah. All right. So Shang Tsung grabs Sonya Blade and is uh, running off with her, has her by the hair. Yeah. And oh, good. Time for a woman's most vital role in a movie in to, for, to, for the man to become the hero. Yeah, she's immediately damsel in distress and screaming uncomfortably, too. The way she's screaming made me uncomfortable. Yeah. Well, me, yeah. too, actually. It did yeah. make me uncomfortable. It was a lot. Yeah. It was a yeah. lot. I was not into I was okay. not into that. I thought Sonya was the tougher character than that. So. Well, I, right. Yeah. I, I was kind of upset about that. I, I was going to ask you, Vanessa. I wanted to see how yeah. you felt about that because I felt a little uncomfortable during this whole se sequence. I was like, oh boy, she's been reduced to this nothing is, really This quickly. is like how I felt when when I thought in the animated Street Fighter movie they were going to make Chun-Li a dan dandel in distress. Then she kicked uh, Vega through a building. <laughs> that was, uh, <laughs> that was nice. <laughs> but, uh, 
this is so but this was the exact opposite of that feeling because no she just the damsel in distress and then gets put into a skimpy outfit later on too i like that they did her hair too and that yeah they did they did do her (laughs) they didn't do the hair too oh i've got it i've got a note don't you worry okay so uh, luke hague and johnny cage go to outworld uh johnny as he's saying this says so this is outworld huh well i can see why they want to change the scenery get it yeah because it's a bad place yep Yep. I'm like, ah, oh, Johnny, making the obvious references. I love you, man. The street lamps are like alive, sort of. That's very confusing. Is what they are. <laughs> the uh, with the like the bugs inside them and stuff. Yeah, they're things on fire, basically. Yeah. And that's the yeah, yeah. Yeah. Also, that portal they went through made no sense. I don't know why it worked for them when they walked through, and then it kind of closed the the wall, kind of closed behind them too. It didn't make any sense. I was very confused. It's um, it, it's just sort of like those automatic sliding doors. Oh basically. yeah, island magic. Yeah, there you go. See? yeah, that was really yeah, weird. You're getting it. So Liu Kang finds Reptile. Reptile gets uh, eaten by the statue, basically, and then turns into his ninja form. That was yeah. weird. Uh, yeah, this, yeah. Out, of, out of all a lot of weird things that happen in this movie, that's one of the weirder things that happens in this movie because I don't understand why it happens. Um, I understand this less than I understand how Johnny Cage knew Goro had a set of balls. I mean, you, I mean, you take you take that bet, right? You you take, like, you got like yeah. I mean, it, it, worst worst move is like he doesn't have any, but like it's a fifty-fifty shot at that point. So, yeah. I I I I understand his logic in that situation of wanting to punch that monster in the dick. One hundred percent. Yeah, yeah, and it worked. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. And then Liu Kang fights Reptile, who could have just been a ninja the entire time. Like I said, he did not need to be a weird shitty lizard. Or he just didn't have to be in the movie at all until now. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Like, but whatever. They have a fight. We get it. We get a bicycle kick in this fight. You know, it's coming eventually. We get the bicycle kick, which is the the most ridiculous move in in any fighting game. I think just like just like physics wise. Jason, yeah. you can you can probably speak on this honestly. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. So. <laughs> the uh, spinning bird kick makes more sense. I think. I like how uh, every time that reptile did something too, he would hiss. Hiss at him. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, we definitely know you're still a reptile because you're hissing continuously. Yeah. Uh, during this fight. <laughs> yeah. For a good while, I mean, it does look like Reptile's beating the shit out of Liu Kang, but, you know, clearly uh, that, that ain't going to happen. Also, Raiden goes, oh, he, don't worry, he's learning. I'm like, what is he learning right now? How to fight a lizard man? <laughs> like, what is, <laughs> like, what is, what has he learned? <laughs> and uh, so that, that, that seemed like a, a really poorly placed line, but whatever. He bicycle kicks him through a did he bicycle kick him through a wall Probably. again? <laughs> a lot of a lot of these movies have wall have things being people getting kicked through walls. So uh, he he gets kicked and then he's not a, he turns back into a broken statue, but the lizard's still in there and there's bugs and then he stomps on the lizard. The, yeah, just like crushes. It's a really it. weird scene. Where those yeah, bugs come from? Know. Hell. Hell, hell bugs. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. We're, we're not world. Uh, nothing makes sense. Yeah. So everything's everything's topsy turvy out here. <laughs> Got lizards turning into men, men turning into bugs. It's crazy. Yeah, we jump cut to Sonya, and I might notice why is she dressed like? Oh no no no! Oh. Hold on, hold on. Remember, <laughs> we're we're explaining. Uh, Kitana's got to explain oh, how right. her round I, lost I, I lost more so combat. I have so little notes of Kitana. Any scene she's in, I keep forgetting. Yeah, they were all really boring. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Kitana uh, was explaining to the crew that her realm lost Mortal Kombat. It was a beautiful realm at one point, and then the Emperor killed her parents and then adopted her. Well, I guess it could have been worse. I mean, because the, I mean, okay. So think about think about the way everyone interacts with Sonya in this movie is all rapey. So I mean, at least the Emperor adopted her and didn't just like, oh, here, guess what I'm gonna do? Chain you up and uh, mm-hmm. 
That is a classic bad guy move, though. Like Thanos in the Marvel Universe does the same shit. Like, That's true. Adopting, yeah, adopting children whose parents you've murdered is a classic uh, evil yeah. overlord move. It's a power move. Yeah, it is a power move, no doubt yeah. about it. Yeah. Well, if you rule the country then, or the world, or universe, and that's an outworld, whatever that is, uh, who's going to tell you that uh, you can't adopt them? Yeah, nobody. Just, now, now we jump cut <laughs> to why is Sonya dressed like that? Is that what happens next? Yeah, Sonya gets put into a leather dress and gets her hair frizzed like it's 1985. Yeah. I don't, it's like she's in a music video that hasn't started yet. And yeah, Chang Song says things. I didn't take many notes on this whole part. And then they're like, my friends will come for me. And uh, the, the, we're right here. I don't know how we got in, but we're here. And uh, we really, really ruined their element of surprise they had going for them, too, by the way. Like, they could have not made a huge deal about being there and like, really, really taking them out from behind. But I guess, you know, they fight with honor. <laughs> honor. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I was kind of um, sad about that Sonya devolved into such a way where she used to be like kind of like a cold, bitchy badass. And then like, this is disappointing. Yeah. Oh, save me, Johnny. I know. Yeah, she's a badass in the games. Like, right? She, yeah, she always has been. She could have done more. Yeah, damn shame. What a waste. It doesn't, isn't like her fatality, like she like just like kind of like does like a cartwheel and like kicks their head off of her, her ring, right? Yeah, I'm pretty sure she kicks their head off. I forget how she kicks their head off, but uh. I think she does like a handstand, and as she's doing the handstand, she like, or as she's going up in the handstand, she like kicks her head off or something like that. I don't really remember. But there's a lot, there's a lot of fatalities at this point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I'm talking about the 2D yeah, ones yeah. or the older, older 2D ones because those are like really the only ones I played with any sort of uh, regularity. We'll say we get one more sex joke here from Johnny, who uh, looks looks uh, Sonya up and down and goes, "Nice dress," and she goes, Ugh. <laughs> "Which you know, good stuff, good humor." Yeah, his timing know. is impeccable. Yeah. <laughs> Perfect time for this for this stuff. Yeah. Yeah. And meanwhile, they took off all the, they took off the robes, and then when did Luke King get his pants? <laughs> he was wearing the same pants the entire time, wasn't he? No. No. He's you no. Know, he did not wear these his uh, his uh, you know his costume from the movie throughout this whole thing. Well, no, this is he the did, first time he, he's worn he, them. But he did, he, I'm pretty sure he had the black pants on the entire time. Nope. I I was watching for it. I was like, wait, he's still not wearing his costume. Are we are we really going to pull a Street Fighter the movie and wait till like the last like 20 minutes of the movie to? Oh, yep, yeah, we sure did. That's so funny. I didn't. He's I didn't wearing even different notice that. pants. <laughs> yeah. Well, well, Vanessa, I wouldn't have expected you to right. because it's a fight. It's a fighting or you know fighting game movie thing. So well, yeah, we're I mean, almost it's, we're it's, almost out of the fighting game. Like you know the the, the game the gauntlet of fighting game movies. Oh, thank Christ! Is all I can say. <laughs> as someone, as someone who loves fighting games, fighting game movies not as much. It's a, so. No. Granted, you do have to remember these are spaced up months, sometimes years in between. We're watching these week to week to week to week. <laughs> and it is a gauntlet. <laughs> oh, God, I wish I would have Infinity Gauntlet half these fucking movies. Anyway. Oh, too soon. <laughs> the the <laughs> sequel is almost out. <laughs> I know. I haven't even seen the first one, so It'll don't worry about it. Make your who, who, knows, so uh, who could even say what's going to happen in the next one? Who could even say how that's they, Right. Yeah. They definitely don't all come back, and they yeah. don't use the time-turning stone to turn yeah. back time. Yeah. Liu Kang kicking Chang Tsung's ass, so he summons up some extras to fight for him, and then he kicks the shit out of the extras, too. Yeah, my big question is, why do they always, like, let them, like, power up their special moves? Where he's sitting there summoning the souls for like 45 seconds. And I like, was going to kick yeah. the shit out of They him. fight with really honor, guys. That. I don't know why you guys are not getting this. Like, <laughs> it does like, say that. Yeah. yeah, like why are you... 
why would you not want to see your your adversary at his best? You know, you want to see what he's, the things he has to offer. I've watched a lot of Dragon Ball Z in my life. I understand this very well. That you want to fight them at their best. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Or fill out forty five episodes. Yes, that or that. <laughs> but, a season. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> the entire third season is the Frieza fight. Anyway. Um, yeah. So now Liu Kang is fighting seven dudes. Yeah, and he, like I said, he kicks a bunch of extras, and he kicks the shit out of all the extras immediately. Like, there's a lot of there's a lot of summoning for these guys, and then they kind of just are terrible. I love how wooden the samurai one is. Yeah. Yes, I also love his it. movements are very. Uh, ooh, we'll say not good, not smooth at all. Yeah. So. yeah. <laughs> and Shang Tsung changes into Liu Kang's brother. Uh, to before to, before yeah. this, Liu Kang mm-hmm. uh, makes a heroic speech of some kind and then runs up the stairs but they awkwardly show the entire run up the stairs he has to make to get up there which because it was very long and it's and it kind of seemed unnecessary but whatever he could probably just jumped up there if he wanted to also it shang Tsung just turns around and turns into his brother and then turns back around and this just fucks with luke kang completely he's like oh my god are you my brother have you been my brother the whole time <laughs> that part was <laughs> he literally just turned his face around and he might as well just put a paper a, like a paper a piece of paper over his face that's a picture of his brother on it and uh <laughs> and like cut out the lips on it and then talks through that luke hang i'm your brother also chan yeah and chan chan Kang. there we go and while this is happening, there's spikes coming out of the Mortal Kombat dragon symbol, but only out of the dragon, which I think I, I, I thought was kind of a waste, you know, to not have the entire circle with a bunch of spikes in it, because you could, I mean... Or the whole floor, even? Yeah, like, it seems like... I mean, I get the aesthetic purpose, the aesthetic appeal of just doing the dragon, but, you know... Yeah. Pra- practical, it's not, it, it is not. <laughs> but, but so dramatic. Oh, for sure. <laughs> yes, very dramatic. <laughs> Especially as they're coming up layer by layer. You know, one kind of last note before we get to the, uh, we'll say, climax of this movie here. The guy who plays Luke King, he is fucking jacked, man. Oh, yeah. Robin Shu is is very he's a very talented uh, martial artist and uh, in great shape. So, I'm surprised you didn't. I'm surprised neither of you are familiar with him. Yeah, he's no. the real deal, man. He's really cool, actually. Yeah. I've never really been into, like, martial arts movies, so. Yeah. They're kind of just fighting game ones. I'm like, oh, okay. And then, yeah, you know, love, watch them as a kid. I love it. And then coming back to them now. I love yeah, I mean, I, I, I definitely agree. If you're only going to watch a handful of martial arts movies, you definitely shouldn't watch the good ones. You should watch the shitty fighting game ones. <laughs> well, I watch them as a teenager. That, so that, will, that will really help color your opinion of, of the whole genre in a way that uh, I think you'll get the entire breadth of it really well. Yeah. Yeah. So Liu Kang kicks Shao, uh, Shang Tsung off the uh, off the ledge into the spikes, and he turns into a skeleton. And Liu Kang goes flawless victory, even though he got kicked multiple times. By the way, like this was a very long fight; it wasn't even close to a flawless victory. Um, yeah. Okay. And after this, so that's one victory down, nine to go. Yeah, they got one nine more of those. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, they they get really uh really really celebratory about this thing, and then they still have nine more to go. But Shang Tsung is like gone forever now. They should get easier. Goro's gone. Shang Tsung's gone. Like they knocked out like their top contenders. It should be yeah. easy to win nine more times. Uh, Shang, wait, Shang wait Sung, until the next. Shang Tsung never, never definitely never comes back. <laughs> Certainly ever, not yeah. in Mortal Kombat Two. <laughs> yes, Shang Tsung is gone forever. as a younger man. They kill him in, the, in Mortal Kombat One, and he never comes back again. <laughs> It's uh, this is the at the end actually. There's some great soul effects here of souls coming out of Chang Sung, really good stuff. Then his brother comes out of that, becomes a like, he gets a body for a little bit to talk to him. It's like, uh, it's okay, Liu Kang, you didn't actually kill me, he killed me. I uh, love you, bro. And then goes away and um, 
and everyone is now dating when we come back to the temple. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, they're all dating. It's all they having a great time. I'm pretty sure they've only like they came straight there from what I could tell too. So you know, and everything seems great. But then Shao Kahn, motherfuckers, <laughs> and uh, and then credits because and we gotta wait for Mortal Kombat Annihilation to figure out what happens with that. Um, I mean, they did, clear, <laughs> they did strike a pose. They did strike the yeah. It pose. ends on it. A lovely pose. But just to be clear, John was actually reading from the script at that last bit where he said, they come back, everyone is dating, and then Shao Kahn, motherfucker, end credits. Yeah, yeah. That's that actually was, exactly, that's all it says in the script. I would have written if I was yeah. writing the script. And, uh, but that is basically all they're doing. Like. Yes, yes. Vanessa, that article you linked to us, you, I think you like put one of the quotes in there from there or something to the effect that they basically encourage them to ad-lib quite a bit. This whole scene was an ad lib. I know. It's you guys should read that article. You're gonna love it. <laughs> It'll be like it all makes so much sense. <laughs> I'm excited to actually read this thing now. See if it gives some context. Yeah, I want to read stuff that. in this movie that I was like, hey. yeah, I want to. I'm gonna read it to you. It'll give you so much context. You'll be like, oh, this is why the movie is the way it is. <laughs> There's the, the one quote I was talking that Jason's mentioning is like, I guess they were like, well, we had to start filming even though we weren't done writing the script. So <laughs> oh, <laughs> we're encouraged to go ahead and. Uh, <laughs> Make it up as they go along in some cases. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, I read your thing about that, and I was like, wow. <laughs> that was, that's all you can say about that. Okay, so as far as a film goes, well, okay, let's get to that in a second. As far as a, um adaptation of a video game, this thing's pretty faithful. Yeah, it's, I think it did a remarkable job of keeping to Mortal Kombat. Especially compared to the Street Fighter uh, live-action movie, which is not. Yes. <laughs> and uh, so this one, the nice change of pace, it's basically the first game, beat for beat, essentially. Yeah, with some yeah. of the elements from the second one thrown in. Like, the bicycle kick wasn't even in the first game, if I'm remembering right? Uh, I don't think so. I don't remember. I haven't played the first one. Yeah, I've, 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 I've played mostly the second one. I haven't played a lot of the first one. Yeah, the rep reptile wasn't in the first game, so... Yeah, and you also you had to like do a bunch of shit to unlock him anyway, so... Uh, yeah, and Kitana wasn't in the first game either, so... No, none of the daughters were and... in the first game, were they? Because it's like... There was more than one daughter? Melina is also a daughter, and, J oh, and, and Jade and, J and Jade is also a daughter. I think they're all they're all four. And then, isn't there... I think there's a fourth one. Oh, jeez, okay. Yes. I, I, yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah the, yellow, the yellow one. Whatever the yellow one is. <laughs> the yellow one. Yeah. yeah. That, yellow that would one. be Pikachu. Yeah, Pikachu. <laughs> <laughs> Pikachu, daughter, yeah. daughter of Shao Kahn. Um, <laughs> that's a great thought. <laughs> that's like uh, that's like that's like Raiden's pet mask. That, co basically. that costume should be in Pokemon Let's Go. By the way, you should be give your, you should be able to give Pikachu a, a Shao Kahn outfit. <laughs> you should you should email them and tell them your yes, idea. I'm on it. Well, he gets a little sailor outfit, so <laughs> basically Shao Kahn. <laughs> yeah, why not? <laughs> yeah. Okay. So, what did everyone think of Mortal Kombat? Yeah. That, that good? <laughs> Crickets. Vanessa, go ahead. Crickets. Go ahead. You've been dying. Um, I enjoyed it. I thought that they were missing... Um, should I just rank it? Should I give my ranking? Not quite yet. Not quite um, yet. I think they were... I thought it was a good movie. I liked that it wasn't super long. The fight scenes, I thought, were by far the best fight scenes we've seen yet. Yes, they were. Which is which, is, which hurts to say in a lot of ways, but it's the true statement. I know. <laughs> and I, I think the acting was not as good or delightful as even some of the worst live-action movies we've seen. Yeah, I feel... They, they didn't have a Raul Julia or a Robert Patrick in this movie. Like, there was some good stuff, like... Um, Shang Tsung, I forget how to say his last name, so I don't want to say the actor's full name. Um, and Robin Chu, I uh, think, did pretty good for the most part. 
Yeah, but it was still a little bit dry for me. Yeah, it wasn't. I don't. There wasn't enough. It wasn't over the top enough at times for me. But yeah, I, this was. This is probably. I think this is the best live action movie we've watched easily, out of all the live action ones. I appreciate how Connor. No, yeah. Oh, go, go ahead, no, James, go, go, Connor. Go for it. Yeah, I think it's really fun. Like, I don't think that it's a great movie, but it's very watchable. You know, as as video game adaptations go, I haven't you know seen as many as you folks have <laughs> or will, but I've seen quite a lot, and I think it's definitely one of the better ones. Which is saying something, but yes, it is one of the <laughs> ones. Yeah. And there's a sense of fun about it a lot of the time. Which that theme song is really cool. good. And the theme song is amazing. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, we got we got that out of this movie. So, you know, we get, wasn't a, you know, we, we will always have that in our lives. We'll uh, always have that. Just like that boat, we'll always have that playing whenever people are on it. <laughs> they had, oh, they had to take the boat back, didn't they? So they had to listen to that song all over again with the smoke. <laughs> the entire the entire back. <laughs> I didn't even think about that. Oh, God. Can you imagine this song on a loop for like 46 hours? Holy shit. Oh, man. The best 46 hours of my life, clearly. I would like to watch a movie of just that boat ride back, but they're like, God damn it, Ryden, you're such an it's... asshole. Like, why did you take us there? <laughs> you should teleport us, yeah. you dick. Right, why are we on this boat together? <laughs> you know, it's, it's, for the, it's for the camaraderie of it all. We're all slowly going insane together. So as for me, I, I enjoyed it. The fight scenes were definitely the best thing of this movie in my opinion, and they were also the best fight scenes we've seen so far. Again, low bar to limbo under, because, jeez, uh, it's been rough going up until now. Oh my so. god, yes. <laughs> oh, like, yeah, what was the best yeah. one before this? Double Dragon? <laughs> was that the best fight? Probably. Uh, street yeah, because Fighter, the guy guys. That, the guy that... Street Fighter. <laughs> what, what, what fight scene? No, 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 we're fighter. talking just fight scenes. We're, we're talking about just fight <laughs> scenes. Oh, I see. Just kidding. Yeah. No. Because <laughs> yeah. like, uh, the guy who plays Jimmy is an actual martial artist, too, isn't he? Uh, in Double Dragon, yes. so yeah. yeah. So I mean, Mark so there's something there. Yes, yes. He's the he is a champion martial artist who was world famous by the time he was a kid because uh, he was such a prodigy, and he's the son of two world famous champion martial artists. Oh, okay. So yeah, martial artist. Big deal. Just like uh, Michael Jordan's a basketball player. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> Real reductive. <laughs> Very reductive on my part. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's a big deal. I love that guy. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So that's what I mean. So it's it, probably Double Dragon's got the second best fight scenes. And that makes this real sad. Boy. So. <laughs> oh dear. Boy. Oh boy. Anyway. Um. Okay. So let's get onto the ranking thing. Uh, now, again, you have no actual say in the place. Your, your opinion doesn't matter. Based at all on our time, list. Kind of <laughs> <laughs> uh, I respect that. But uh, Vanessa, why don't you run down the overall list real quick, right. and then Connor, you you chime in on where you would want this. Yeah, you okay. can try to sway us, but we'll see. Okay, so overall, we have number one slot, Street Fighter Two, the animated movie. Number two, Street Fighter, the live action movie. Number three, Super Mario Bros. the live action movie. Number four, Double Dragon. Number five, Ninja Gaiden. Number six, Super Mario Bros. OVA. And number seven, Mortal Kombat: The Journey Begins. <laughs> which will, which will, where it will stay for the, until the end of time. Yeah, it will be number yeah. one. God, I hope so. <laughs> <laughs> when you, I'm, I'm looking forward to when you have to read down that entire list. <laughs> I'm gonna probably not do that ever. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say we've got maybe a few more episodes of that. I, I, yeah. I want to, I want to do that gag at least one time though. <laughs> <laughs> Do a whole podcast. That you I don't because I have to. I have to do, listen back. We can to have it. a whole podcast and get her just reading the list off. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? That'll be our mid-season break yeah. or something when we take a break. And, and that's when we lose Vanessa all of our listeners. <laughs> Patreon dollars drying up. All right, Connor. So based on that, where, where where would you place it? Just you know, I know I've been seen all of these, but kind of just feel. Where would you? Where would you want to place it? I would feel like I'd have it in the top five. I haven't seen the Super Mario Brothers movie. Um, it's really terrible. good. <laughs> yeah, it's. Um, I mean, 
<laughs> I lie somewhere in between Vanessa and uh, John in this opinion. So. Yeah. yeah, let's not linger. Let's not linger too much on my hypothetical ranking. Um, okay. I would say somewhere in the top five. I uh, I do really enjoy it actually. So let's go ahead and start with John. Where, where are you going to place this? I'm going to put it right at number two between the animated and the live action Street Fighter movies. <laughs> because oh. yeah, because uh, I I think this is a better movie than the Street Fighter live action. Raul Julia is a is. A treasure, and I will always, I will always remember that. But I would watch this movie over that movie any day of the week. <laughs> so I will put it. I will put this one at number two. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna remind you, the stealth boat scene. Stealth boat. I, I, I also I love stealth boat. Stealth boat's great. That, and that song. There's, stealth and that song played. There's also Blanca in that movie. There's also <laughs> there's that a lot of so good. <laughs> <laughs> okay, if that's not gonna sway you to rank this higher, then um, okay, Vanessa, how about yourself? I'm also gonna put it at number two. And this was hard for me. I almost put it under Mario Bros, but I decided not to. So not it would to do not that. Me. Yeah, really deep, do that. Really so deep analysis. Done. I like it. <laughs> yeah. It, it was really close, though. It was like it, this, this whole podcast actually might have helped sway me to put it at number two because I thought that there are many, many points of Mario Bros that were a little bit more charming than this movie, like anything Bob Haskins does. But also that that movie was pretty terrible. But I'm not putting it under Street, or I'm not putting it above Street Fighter because that movie was fantastic. <laughs> she loves that, like for the true, oh yeah, true passion. It, it's like the best movie I've seen ever <laughs> in this process. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh come on, again, that's not saying much. No, it's not. <laughs> oh jeez. Okay, um, I'm gonna say I started off really high on this movie, and actually, as we've been talking about it, I've, my opinion's kind of gone down on it. A little <laughs> no, bit. the opposite. Oh wow. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Um, originally, I was thinking number two. Which is worse. Uh, Vanessa, can you do me a favor? Remind me what, or just like the top like four I've mm-hmm. got. So you're Street Fighter number two, the animated movie, Street Fighter, the live action movie, Super Mario Bros., and then Double Dragon. Oh, man. Okay. Um, it's definitely <laughs> going, it's definitely, go, <laughs> no, it's definitely going below Street Fighter the movie. It's not as good as that movie, obviously. Uh, because, you know, it, the, the more we talked about it, like, I, I was I did kind of like the fight scenes, but then Connor brought up a good point that this is sort of just the best fight scenes in a vi- movie that we've seen based on a video game. You put them up against like real like martial arts movies. Yeah, but we're, but we're okay. not we're not ranking against those. We're ranking against video game movies right now. That's <laughs> true. Yeah, ranking, but it also yeah, ranking fair. video game movies. Yeah, that's fair. Jason. Oh no, no, I just think though oh, it's not as good as Street Fighter. Keep thinking that. <laughs> <sighs> that. There's a lot of good moments in Street Fighter. There are. It's a, oh, it's a lot of great moments in that movie. <laughs> it was all right. This is going under. Okay. Um. What was my number three? Your, num- Mario? your number three is Mario. Okay, Mario, you're going down to number four. This is number three for you. This is number three. A solid choice. Okay, guys. Where did I put it on? We, our we are. We are. <laughs> we are at a. We are at a weird impasse here now because we sort of have a weird ranking, and we're gonna have to really kind of figure out where this thing is going overall. I think it goes at number two because uh, me and John both have it at number two. I agree. I like that idea. But look at. <laughs> but look at your guys' number ones. I mean, they, they both Street Fighter. So I, I don't see a problem with this, but now they both say Street Fighter in the title. Well, yeah. that's how we decided that Street Fighter number two, the animated movie, got the number one slot because you guys both voted for that one. So if majority rules. But how far down? Vanessa is saying put... it goes two right now. Yeah, so it goes two. That's what right. No, no, but I'm saying, okay, how, what, what, what position did you put Street Fighter 2, the animated movie? At? Oh, mine's way low. Five. <laughs> see, and see, that's what I mean. Mine's a little bit higher here. So that's what I'm like. 
I think yeah, let's just go with the simplest answer. If two of us have it in the same spot, just put it there. <laughs> we can't we okay. can't think too hard about this listing because it's gonna get big. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and this is a long episode here too. Yeah, so. soon there won't even be a giant group score. We'll just have to decide. We'll like flip a coin and be like, okay, it's number five. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, that'll wrap up this episode of Multimedia Failure. Should we Connor, should we, should we, should on, we sing again? I forgot we did that. So good. Oh, oh! Just wait till you hear that episode, guys. You're gonna. Oh, you have heard it already. Actually, no. I. You know what? If somebody skips that episode, I don't blame them. No, no one skip that episode. It's it's so. I mean, by the time they get to this episode, they'll already listen to it, so it doesn't even matter. Don't skip any episodes, folks. Come on. Thank you. Yeah. Just don't watch that movie unless yeah. you're you're Connor, and in which case you should watch that movie. A movie is only thirty minutes long. Okay. Yeah, come on. That's approximately twenty nine and a half minutes too long. It is. <laughs> <laughs> and and the, the first scene will make you want to vomit. No, seriously, the visuals in that movie literally made me literally made me nauseous. Not even yeah. a joke. I'm not being dramatic. They made me nauseous. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Oh. Definitely worth it, Connor. Definitely worth it. Okay. <laughs> All right. You've you sold. Oh. Okay, let's 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 wrap this thing up. Connor, thanks for thanks for coming on, man. Yeah. I, I appreciate you coming on. Thanks for having me. And we're gonna have you again for Annihilation, correct? Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. So that will be maybe the next Vanessa, what well, why don't you look up real quick like about how how far down the line that's, that's gonna go? I think the next one we're gonna be doing is Fatal Fury. It came out, we pro- it came out in 97. Yeah. So. We probably got about like four. I mean, if we decide to do uh, it's Battle Arena, Toshinden, Sonic the Hedgehog, oh and Voltage God. Fighters, oh and my Fatal Fury. God. <laughs> what? We got a ways to go then. And there, there, are, some, there are also be. some that we skipped. So. When, the 90s is never going to end with these fucking movies. <laughs> there are a lot of oh, movies no. in the 90s, but Pokemon, the first movies in the 90s too. So that's something to look forward to. It is. It is. That's true. Go look at the 2000s. That's not a short list either. No, it's not. The Resident Evils are, they don't even start till 02, right? Yep. So. There, weren't that, there weren't that many though. There were only like seven movies between 2000 and 2002. <laughs> What? This is never going to end. <laughs> well, you've got to think. We started at 1986. When do we, we get to the House of the Dead movies? When do we get to those? And the, when do we get to Uwe Boll's? Movies? Plural? When do we get to Uwe Boll's uh, fantastic films, his filmography? House of the Dead is not till 2003, so we've got a while. Oh. That's like on the second page of this list already, so don't get your hopes up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. All right, so Connor, uh, you've got a couple podcasts you do, and you guys came back for Christmas with one of them. Yeah, that's right. I do the Movie Express podcast uh, with my buddy Luke. We haven't done one in a while, and we came back for Christmas, and we'll hopefully be doing them again semi-regularly soon. Uh, I also do the Watcher podcast, which is where I talk to a much better informed friend and ask him to explain things about American politics, uh, which he does. Thank God somebody can explain them, because holy God. <laughs> yeah, explained. it's fun. Yeah, it is fun, actually. It's like because, you know, I'm, I'm interested. I, I read a lot of news and stuff, but um, I, I don't have, you know, that many years of context of just like being plugged in and paying attention to that. So, yeah, it's fun. We hang out together and he, he sort of gives me a bit of context on things. And yeah, I like that show. Actually, you should uh, you should check that out if you like politics. And if you don't like politics, then check out the movie Express instead. I was on an episode of that recently that hasn't gone up yet. But it's uh... yeah, that's right. It will very soon. That is a I, yeah, I had a blast with that. We did a um, an episode about um, some of John's favorite Westerns. And um, 
Red Dead Redemption and how the two sort of blend together. Um, so that'll be out real soon, actually, in the next week or two. Oh, well, that's going to beat this podcast out. So, yes, John, it, it is out. Oh, and everyone will love listening to it. It is out too. now. I hope, I hope everyone is enjoying the, the podcast that we did. Enjoy. Yes. Enjoy. Enjoy. Past tense. And enjoy. Uh, they they're listening to it again. Yeah. Because <laughs> it was so right good now, the first time. Right now, while they're listening to this. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Oh, boy. Can you imagine the hell that would cause? Jeez. <laughs> oh, Just my voice talking about two different things at the same time. <laughs> oh. <laughs> what is, one is enough. Am I right, folks? Oh, Waga, <laughs> 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 Okay, that was Multimedia Failure. You can find us on Twitter at Multimedia Failure. You can find the website that we're attached to, Games and Junk, at Games and Junk. You can find me personally at Jason Ariola. You can get Vanessa at Vicarious Rock. You can get John at John Lucero777. And Connor, you can get you at Connor Mahood, as well as... If you want to get hired for something, possibly. Oh, yeah. I, mean, I don't Like think, a Mortal Kombat thing? Yeah, I don't think anyone who listens to my podcast stuff uh, like is ever going to hire me. But yeah, I... I uh, <laughs> well, especially not, especially not this one, for God's sake. That's sakes. true. Like, the people that hire me, I get... I got hired to do like corporate presentations about like responsible behavior in the workplace. Oh, um, there's like there are. Yeah, there are like really big corporations where terribly bored employees are listening to me explain like uh, <laughs> why, you know, why you shouldn't throw hard hats at people, etc. Um, yeah. So, yeah, but I am a voiceover artist and uh, I do that stuff. Actually, you know what? Um, this is important, though. Uh, a friend of mine. Um, is a veteran, um, and uh, he's in the U.S. and he has a, a really serious um, health situation, and he has been completely, just completely, like let down by the system. Um, so there's a GoFundMe. Uh, get in contact with me. I'll, I'll tell you how to use the GoFundMe. Or if you do want to use my voice for anything, uh, I will do it at a much reduced rate if you give 100% of what you pay to that GoFundMe instead of paying me. Um, so if you are interested in hiring me for anything, um, I will do that. Please consider that. He's a, he's a really good guy, and uh, it's really frustrating to see the system completely not helping him at all. I'll set up a link in, uh, in the show notes, too. Yeah, that'd be great. Uh, I'll set up the GoFundMe there, too. That'd be great. Thank you. Yeah, absolutely. Of course. Yeah, because, uh, you know, our system's great. And, um, hey, 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 Vanessa, as the sort of people who run this site, maybe maybe we should do a, a, a thing where we hire Connor to do uh, voiceover stuff for... Uh, our, our company meetings, right? That's a great idea. All the company yeah. meetings that uh, we have. Our, 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 weekly, our weekly meetings? That would really yeah. spice yes. it up a little bit. Yeah. I, oh, have we not invited Have we not invited you to those yet, John? Whoops. Oh. Yeah, I think, um, I think as a tribute to Connor, though, I think he should, in his best um, chinks, or no, his best Raiden voice, do the, the catch line at the end of the episode. I don't do a Raiden voice. That's John. Do your best liquid snake voice, though. That's, that's yeah. <laughs> the only liquid snake thing that i enjoy saying is this is the one thing that i enjoy saying over and over and over again which is brother <laughs> all right and that'll <laughs> there was a weird kickback thing it sounded like one of you guys farted when he did that. I don't know what that, was. that was weird anyway part of the performance uh, that, that'll don't question that, my process yeah uh, absolutely not hey yeah. you know what it takes a lot of effort to do that and sometimes yeah. you just lose a little control that's yeah. it's okay yeah it happens as we get older. John, you'll find that out. <laughs> yeah, probably not. No. <laughs> you got to do some grip em ups. Anyway, uh, <laughs> that'll end this episode. So until the next time, guys, trust the fungus. Test your might.
best you might. <laughs>